one time at the at the help desk. I don't know if someone did it on purpose or they really didn't realize what they did. But instead of putting hand sanitizer, they put hand soap. Dude, I did something dumb like that not too long ago, within the last year. I think I went to, I mean, you're going to get a kick out of this one, but I went to Tuesday morning. And I, <laughs> and I bought some... Uh, You're a lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what I thought was lotion. So I kept it, like as I explained to you and to James previously, my hands get dry after the shower, so I actually have lotion on my desk, not for masturbating. <laughs> um, so I bought this, this thing I thought was like coconut lotion, and it turned out it was coconut hand soap. <laughs> so like I used it for a couple of days. I'm like, I guess it's okay. It kind of feels greasy. <laughs> and then I looked at it. I was like, ah. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the IO Panel Podcast. My name's Evan. I'll be your host this week for episode 129. Joining me, as always, are the two co-hosts, uh, James and Mike. How are you guys doing this week? Excellent. Good to hear. <laughs> I was being polite. Every year I have, every every episode I have this battle. I'm like, you first. should I just jump in? I'm well, like, I always go by whose name was spoken first. So that, James fine. was spoken first, so Michael I was waiting for James. But, yeah, yeah, no, I, I I always listen to to give Michael the opportunity to speak first. I'm I, fine. Evan. I norm- I'm glad to hear that, James. Thank you for confirming. Um, I always I have that debate in my head whenever I'm on a conference call, and I've discovered like the probably the most effective one is just announce yourself as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Because most people will probably wait. And then whoever speaks like second through fourth, that's a garbled mess. So either first or last. Got it. If you're not right. first or last, Bobby. No, was, he, was it Ricky hey, Bobby? That's one, yeah. You're right. You're 100% right. In, in Discord, the person who talks like the first is the person who's like heard. And when it, you got to persevere, right? If I, yeah. One thing I learned from Michael, okay? <laughs> just keep when talking. people are talking... <laughs> Just fucking keep talking. Persevere. Push through their conversational points. Who gives a shit if they're talking? You just fucking keep talking. Eventually, you'll come out on top. There you go. Can't argue. Can't argue with the proven method. Um, I'm fine as well, Evan. Thank you for asking. Excellent. How are you? I, too, am fine. (laughs) Good, good, good. Now that we have that out of the way. Yes. Any uh, interesting experiences, stories this past week? In your personal lives, that is. Well, I'll I'll start. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I had some stuff going on at work this week. Uh, we're doing some, making some moves, making some things happen. Um it all went pretty well, though. Uh, so not too much to talk about there. This is uh, sort of standing up the new facility? 
Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. Moving some apps from one place to another, you know, which is really moving some VMs from one place to another. Yeah. And uh, it seems to be working out pretty well. So that's good. Um, only other thing on Saturday, so yesterday, I went to the grand reopening of the McDonald's that is across the street from Wheaton Plaza. Were they just remodeling? Yeah, they recently remodeled it. How long were they closed? Mm, a couple months. A couple months, I think, yeah. So, how, I mean, they, they've been there? open. They've been open, but oh. I guess this is like their, you know, you know, you like you do a soft open and then you do the, hey, we're open. Uh-huh. You know? Well, when they did their soft open, they were like, oh, yeah, we're McDonald's. It doesn't matter what we fucking do here. <laughs> we're selling the same shit we've been selling since 82 and it's all good. People love it anyway. <laughs> You're going to come here to stuff your face. Just do it. Yeah. It's like you come here with shame and terror in your eyes. Yeah. And you leave with shame and satisfaction. So it's all good. I don't see anyone there with shame, James. Oh, I have to tell you. <laughs> the shame is inside, my man. It's there. <laughs> <laughs> so I went there uh, because I'd heard about this grand reopening. And so for breakfast, which was from 8 till 9 o'clock... Did you go there like all day? Like so for breakfast I had the hot no. cakes and sausage no, 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 McMuffin no, 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 no. and for lunch I had the <laughs> <laughs> No, but they they were doing a special thing. So from 8 to 9 they were saying, "Okay, so the starting at 8, the first 100 customers get a uh like a free sausage biscuit or whatever. I don't know what it is. Something for some sausage, some sandwich, some breakfast sandwich. They get a one free sandwich per week for a year. What? Only at that location, I'm sure, right? Cor- correct. Okay. Is this where you have the Hamburglar dancing video? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's terrifying. <laughs> Evan, we need your Instagram so we can send you this. He sent me. He put this thing out, and I sent it to Chanel, and Chanel was like, Jesus Christ. Go ahead, Michael. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. <laughs> I actually, so, Okay. Go, no, go ahead. I'll tell you something later. All right, so I uh, I actually got there around, well, so me and my friend were there, me and my friend Teresa. We were both there, right? We got there around 10 a.m. because we wanted to get there before lunch, which was at, a, it said at 11, yeah, at 11. So it was from 11 to 12. They're doing the same thing, but instead of a free breakfast sandwich, it was a free Big Mac. So you get one free Big Mac per week for a year to the first hundred customers. Sounds like a better deal. <clears throat> so I was like, all right, Big Mac it is, right? But so we had heard about this a couple days beforehand, and we wanted to get there early because I was like, man, it's going to be a madhouse, right? It's going to be What's crazy. What's wrong with both of y'all? We get there, it's almost nothing. It's like a busy Saturday at a McDonald's. Yeah, because people are like, it's That's McDonald's. It. That's it, right? And plus, no one free? knows about this. The only way they they were know they know about it, so they were putting things. They were telling people like who were eating there the last few days. So we found out about like I think Thursday night we went there, just through the drive through and had something, and there was a thing, you know, taped to our bag that was like, "Hey, grand reopening." We're like, oh, <laughs> 
Okay. So we we're like, so how many people can actually even know about it? You know what I mean? Like we we're like, and of those people who know about it, how many are going to go and blah, blah, blah. So we're like, okay, well, let's get there early. We'll see how it looks. We get there early. It's fine. Um, they're also, now they're also doing raffles throughout this whole thing. So at 11.30 a.m., they're having a raffle for a bicycle and a helmet. That's pretty good. Is it purple and yellow? Or is it, was, it like McDonald's nah, I was, themed? I think it was blue. Okay. It was a Huffy. I saw it. Um, <laughs> 20, 26 inch wheels. <laughs> I saw it. <laughs> it was uh, there. Yeah, didn't win. Didn't win the Huffy, unfortunately, um, mm. or fortunately, I don't know. Uh, they were having another raffle at one thirty, but we didn't stay for that for a forty-inch TV. And then at I think two thirty or something, they were having a raffle for a game system. I don't know. They didn't say what it was. So I don't know if it's Xbox One, PlayStation Four. What's the cheapest portable gaming system? <laughs> A Wii U? Um, no, I don't know. Uh, Could have been. No, like, uh, yeah, a Nintendo 2DS. No. Mm-hmm. Not even a 3DS. It's like, come on, man. Well, so we found this in the Lost and Found <laughs> box here. Dude, and this just shows how... I'm, I'm going to say racist, but I don't know if that's the right word. Uh, Teresa and I are. So we saw a white guy there standing around... But, like, dressed in McDonald's clothes and stuff. We're like, she's like, oh, he must be the district manager or something. <laughs> That's, I was about to say, oh, it's regional manager. <laughs> Dude, this guy was nothing of the kind. What he was, was like, he was like a Jeremy from, from CompUSA days. Oh, boy. Wow. Yeah. So he was just going around giving people their food. He was like a food runner, you know? Oh, wow. just because he was white, and you were like, he's just your manager. <laughs> so, excuse me, sir. I mean, every single other person working there was Hispanic or, like, black, but, like, African black. Consuelo, this P&L, it's off. Yeah. I think I saw an Asian gal there, but older. I think it's some Indian couple owns that McDonald's, don't they? I think, it's, I think they're Indian. Could be, yeah. Uh, that's sort of... So, I, I got this... So, okay, so... We line up at 11 o'clock, and the whole deal is you just need to buy something, and then you get this this thing for, uh, you know, free Big Macs for a year, right? right. <clears throat> so I get the ticket. I have the ticket now. So it's not wallet size. It's a little bigger than wallet sized. So I'm like, God damn it. You know, because you want to keep it in your wallet, right? But, um, and yeah, I think you're right, James, because it says like, the store owner or manager or something on it, on the back of it, it says like a Neil Seth or something like that. Hmm. Some name like that. And so, yeah, yeah it's, it's only redeemable at that location. It could have changed owners a couple of times, but I remember back in the day, it was like some Indian guy and his wife. Like anytime you'd see like a weird holiday when Americans don't want to be working or like late at night or something, it was always these Indian, these in the same Indian guy. Um, so I was like, Oh, he must be the manager or the owner or something. Hmm. Okay. Because otherwise, Indian people don't work at McDonald's. So they had, so they had the raffles. They That's had, racism, by the way, uh huh. <laughs> Nothing as being a racist piece of shit. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's fine. Uh, so they're having uh, the raffles, like I talked about. They had the hamburger there, which, as you mentioned, I uh, 
I posted a video of him dancing on Instagram. Absolutely terrifying. It was just so, imagine some guy at the club, but he was like he was like in a fucking hamburger suit in a fucking McDonald's instead. <laughs> so like, it's not actually terrifying. I mean, if you were if you were standing there looking at him, you'd be like, "Oh, okay, this is nothing." I mean, you know, it's whatever. Um, and they also had face painting for the kids. So face painting. I did not. Did so Teresa's little ass get face painting? She did not. Although several McDonald's employees did. Oh, boy. I'm surprised <laughs> they didn't try to give Teresa face painting. My, Evan, if you've never met Teresa, she looks like a 10-year-old. I have never met her. I've seen a picture of yeah. her once. It's like Michael's <laughs> 10-year-old friend, friend. Like, sir, you shouldn't be going around with this young girl. <laughs> um, when And when you were... So let me interject just briefly. I I don't know if I unfollowed Mike on Facebook or something, but I almost never see your posts unless I'm tagged in them. So I went and looked at your profile the other day. I was like, wow, what's going on? And I saw the McDonald's pictures. I was like, okay. It's like his, uh, his celebrity aspirations have uh, shifted slightly. <laughs> but wait, I, right. when you were talking about uh, the hamburger, the hamburglar, <laughs> the hamburglar, <laughs> hamburglar. <laughs> dancing yeah. video, it, I'm going to send you guys a link. I'm, I'll pro- I might put it in the notes. Um, it reminded me of this video of like Spider Man and Iron Man like twerking to some oh, shitty music geez. at a kid's birthday party. I've seen this. You've too. probably seen this. Yeah. <laughs> like this is what is going on? Super inappropriate. <laughs> Oh jeez, yeah. <laughs> I, no, I went to Michael's Facebook page, and now I'm like, "What the fuck?" Like, I haven't been to your Facebook page in a long time, Michael. Wow, you, have you not seen that video, Mike? I've never seen this. No, the garbage audio quality makes it better. You know, so that's a thing now with memes. So there, you know, there some memes are videos, right? Uh huh. And yeah, they do this. They do this sometimes with the memes now. They they make it, you know, it's like, I forget what you call it, overdriven or whatever you call it. Right. It's like, oh, all distorted and shit. <laughs> oh um, so they do that in memes a lot now. And it, and you're right, it just makes it funnier. So Why are they doing that? So <laughs> Everyone cringy. around is like four years old. Yeah, it's so, and they're all, <laughs> what's happening? Oh, so right. cringy. Sorry to, to temporarily derail. Back to McDonald's. So what did you order? And I have a couple questions. We'll start with what did you order? Uh, I just got a Big Mac meal. It's like, would you like your free Big Mac with your Big Mac? Uh, of course. <laughs> no, the free Big Mac didn't start till today. Do you remember when they used to have those deals? Big Macs, like two for two twenty-two, or, or yeah. was it quarter pounders? Quarter pounders, I think. It was yeah, a plain, more I, plain sandwich. I still need to do my uh, my analysis to see what's the best bang for the buck there at McDonald's for no, the. You, uh, don't. you don't have to do any kind of analysis on anything. <laughs> the the meat. McDonald's. What is going on? The Michael, ounces of meat. What's happening with you, and McDonald's? Look, this picture of you. Like I, I had not seen this picture of you standing next to the hamburger. You. <laughs> here's one thing we all have to remember, and Evan not so much because he's just been more of a serious dude than the rest of us. But sometimes I feel like me and Michael forget that we're all old ass men, you know. 
So you're an old ass, like dad looking motherfucker in your fucking dad white shoes. Okay. And your dad polo shirt on a Saturday or on a weekday or weekend or whatever. Fucking stand there like, hi, with this fucking, this fucking, uh, atrocity standing next to you looking like a crazy fucking child rapist and or a, a crazy burger rapist i don't know which one's worse but then you stand next to him and you're like hey you know and it just it looks so like i should see there should be a four-year-old somewhere next to you like come on cindy it's okay he's not gonna bite you you know it's just such a weird photo man <clears throat> we, were, we were trying to decide if grimace was there would grimace be more creepy or less creepy? Oh, Grimace would be dope, though. I'd have to get a picture of Grimace just because it's so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. Because Grimace is like a purple teardrop. Like, what the fuck is a Grimace? <laughs> it's like like a Grimace is like, like you know, a terrifying smile. You know, right. so like, right. what? why is that even a thing? And it's like this purple. It's not even a food item. What is it? <laughs> At least a hamburger is trying to steal burgers. This Mayor McCheese. Mayor McCheese. Okay. Let's break down the fucking McDonald's <laughs> ecosphere real quick, okay? It's Ronald McDonald. You got Ronald McDonald, a clown, the slave master, yes. Okay, a clown. Yeah, the the he's the the court jester of it all, the the ringmaster. Then you got Mayor McCheese, unsung hero of Burger Town. I don't know who's we don't know who Mayor McCheese is. <laughs> he's a he's a puppet, political. He just puppet. has a now he has a burger for a head. Okay, his head is a burger. So how does he a function? Cheese, a cheeseburger, to be exact. A cheeseburger. Now you got the hamburglar mm-hmm. who likes to steal and eat burgers. So you mm-hmm. have a food item mayor, and then you have someone else in the same universe who eats the f- said food items. Where is the the balance here? Okay, then you got all that aside. You got the isn't that the the fry the fry guys? They're like the little pom poms that are French Sounds fries. Sounds familiar. Yeah, they don't they don't show them anymore because they look like fucking they all look like animal yeah. from uh, the Muppet Babies. <laughs> but they're the fry guys. They're like they have long stalks they're for legs. Fry kids. Fry kids. Fry. Yeah, and they like fucking like they have like a big bushy pom pom for a head and wobbly eyes. Bobbly whoa, whoa, eyes. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> so I just googled it and the McNugget chick. Oh yeah, my god, I forgot about her. There's Ronald McDonald. There's Grimace. There's the Hamburglar. Birdie the early bird, which I think is what you're talking about. Probably that's, that's a girl. Yeah, really. Uh huh. Birdie the early bird. Also, this picture of the Hamburglar that Mike has. Why does it look like a juvenile, like Pippi Longstocking Hamburglar? I mean, I guess he's not that big. He's supposed to be kid-sized, you know? Legitimate question. Is this a he or a she So character? This, for whatever, it's a he. For whatever reason... Should be. This one has a fucking bush, and I don't know why. Like, this weird, like... F- f- I don't know what the fuck that hair is. What the regular one, if you... Of of the hamburger. Is that what you're talking about? Okay. You're the hamburger, right? Yeah, his yeah. hair is like all red and crazy. But if you look at the picture of the mascots, he has like a fucking fifties, like kind of like I don't like know, a bowl like, cut or something. Not a bowl. I mean, a bowl cut, but like you know, with the hair, like his hair, it's just a normal haircut. You mm-hmm. know, I can't explain it. You know, but it's not all froppy, floppy. Okay, here we go. They got the whole thing here. So, Ronald McDonald, Grimace, Hamburglar, Early Bird. Okay, so I remember her. She was the breakfast bird. 
the Fry Kids, Mayor McCheese, Officer Big Mac. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, I was like, who the fuck is that? Professor McDonald's. This is just some old white guy. This is the extended universe we're yeah, talking about. This is apparently. Including Captain fan Crook. What the hell? Happy Meal Gang. I remember them from a commercial. McNugget Buddies. Uncle O'Gramacy. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uncle O'Gramacy. So it's Grimace's uncle is a big green... He's a green version of Grimace. It's terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. Jesus, what's this? Cosmic... Cos MC, and this is some alien thing. I remember that from a commercial. And then Sunday Dog, and the dog looks like it has a fucking disease. <laughs> the dog looks like it has mange. Jesus, I'm gonna put a link up here. Please do. I want to dive into this uh, extended universe. I feel like there's. I feel like there's. We we honestly there's a. I feel like there's got to be a twenty or thirty minute YouTube video breaking down all the weirdness in this in this weird universe. And how there's no thought put into the marketing campaigns here. It needs to be addressed. It really does. Like, what is Grimace? I want to know. Oh, I just put a star by it. Why did I put a star by it? What is Grimace? Can someone tell me what Grimace is? Ed, Randy? On the McDonald's McDonald's, uh, wiki, it says says species Grimace. (laughs) (laughs) Yo. Oh God! When people say they're non-binary, I'm gonna say I identify as a grimace. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> fucking grimace! Oh my God! A purple fucking sociopath. <laughs> Dude, it says e- grimace was originally evil grimace, oh who used to steal milkshakes before being changed to a good one. This is favorite with the kids. His number of wild. arms was reduced by two. Oh! <laughs> he had four arms? Oh, my God. Jesus Christ! So, these commercials and merchandise generally portray him as a well-meaning simpleton whose clumsy <laughs> antics provide a comic foil to Mon- Ronald McDonald. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. A well-meaning simpleton. Jesus. So, you know what's funny? When I think of Ronald McDonald and Grimace, I sort of think of, like, when I think of Grimace, he he looks like he belongs to, like, the Claymation universe. Like, with Gumby and Pokey and the Blockheads. Like, he almost, his vibe is almost like that to me. Like, he just does not fit with this universe of other anamorphic creatures. You know? Like, like everyone else is human-like. And Grimace is this fucking monstrosity i don't know what like does he have a heart what <laughs> does he have lungs what is he does he so he's hollow inside completely hollow he hollow <laughs> he probably gave up his milkship thievery because he's filled up with milkshakes now he just lumbers everywhere <laughs> professor mcdonald's i need to learn the fucking history of this guy this guy looks like a fucking maniac like, you could tell, if you look at the picture of Professor McDonald, this is a guy that talks like, well, I never... Like, he he looks like the talks. hunter from Jumanji. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Anyway, okay, so, Mike. Mm-hmm. How is the food quality? The same? Or did they make an effort to, like, make it appear super pleasing upon reopening, and then people forget in a week and just come back to the normal garbage? I mean, the food seemed pretty much the same. Um, 
the restaurant itself is, you know, very nice. Um, they recently remodeled the one in downtown Silver Spring also. So this one in Ken, it's technically the one next to Wheaton Plaza is actually in Kensington. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the one in Kensington there is now kind of like that one. Like they have the ordering machines now, like you can walk in and place an order on this touchscreen, huge thing, and they just bring it to your table. Cutting labor costs. Yep. Um, they have, I noticed they have outlets at the tables that have uh, USB ports in them also now. So they added that so they can steal your data. Um, I guess people work at McDonald's too. Like they think it's like some kind of Starbucks. Oh, you mean, I was like, yeah, people work there. I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> They're called employees. <laughs> right. No, I mean, I don't know. I guess, I think there's Wi-Fi at McDonald's, too. So I believe that's correct. Although I've never tried to use it, but... Yeah, I've used Wi-Fi at McDonald's before. You have? Yeah. How was it? It's fine. It's Wi-Fi. How did it taste? <laughs> <laughs> Good enough. Me and I like how James is, like, talking about, oh, McDonald's is so terrible. Oh. Like, you haven't eaten there 5,000 times. I mean, I have. I'm just saying, like, there's nothing wrong with McDonald's in a pinch. Um, Is it good? No. Should you be, like, trying to go to their grand opening? (laughs) No, you shouldn't be. Should you be like, I got a... (laughs) Like, fucking Chanel was like, nobody needs that many Big Macs. That's what she said when she saw the picture. She's like, nobody (laughs) needs that many Big Macs. (laughs) Um, Yeah, man, I just, I don't know. Uh, I, I get it though. I get it. I'm I'm glad you went because now we get to share in this wonderfulness. You know. Question: <laughs> uh-huh. Was it only an internal renovation, or did they like redo the parking and drive-through? Mm, I think it was mostly internal. Um, the parking lot and everything seems pretty much the same. Is it always jam-packed? Yeah. What's the traffic pattern like? Do they have a double drive-through there? No. Good. When you say Those double, dumb. when you say double, what do you mean? There's like two drive-through lane, two drive-through ordering lanes next to each other. Oh no! I no. hate those. I don't know. That I've ever even seen that. Maybe it's too crowded where you are. Yeah, they did. Uh, they did kind of redo the. I don't know what you call. It. I'll say the lawn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the landscape. The garden. The garden, yeah, out front. They had a thing cut, and I was like, is that supposed to be a grimace? It was like a, I mean, it's just a huge green, you know. Like, nope, just a pine tree. Bush. Yeah. You know, and then like two like legs kind of, you know, which is just the trunk or whatever. But Jesus. I was like, mm, I was like is this supposed to be a grimace? But it wasn't, but there's no arms or anything, so, you know. Touch my trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what I should be for uh, a Halloween. A hamburglar. Oh. Sure. Like, sure. Ah. So, yeah. So, that was that was my uh, Saturday morning slash early afternoon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spent at McDonald's. Okay. Why not? Something to do? You know? Why not, indeed? I wish they'd bring back those, like, Flintstones mugs. I like those. The glass mugs. 
Mm-hmm. I remember getting a Coke float there a million years ago. Oh, yeah. And had the, the glass from that. Yep. Um, James, have you had a, a quarter pounder or double quarter pounder with cheese recently? No. Not in the last, like, yeah, maybe six months. Mm, no, I think you need to go back. They're super greasy. They changed it. It's just a greasy mess of hot meat. They changed it. No, I doubt it. Not for the better. Was it served on a brioche with uh, Boston butter lettuce and heirloom <laughs> tomatoes now? Fuck out of here. Yes, and a, and a, and a snifter of cognac. And a pair of great tits. <laughs> I seriously doubt it. No, but all the meat is like... This motherfucker said brioche. <laughs> thing is, is, it's uh, cooked to order, you know? So it's... They're not um, just like have the things just sitting around there. So we did talk about this before, I think, with the cheese, that, that a lot of companies are trying to change their ways to attract millennials because millennials like were, like want better food. They're killing American cheese. Yeah, they want well, they want better stuff in general, like better bread, better like, you know, better they cheese. They just want to tell better. other people that they had something better. Yeah. They want they don't be actually care. Yeah, they wanna they just want to be better. It would be better than you. Yeah. But thank God for their search for better than me because that means I can have a good burger from a trash place at McDonald's. So I'll try it out. I'll, I'll give them. A, I'll give them a whirl. Um, the other thing I was thinking about, I was just thinking about this today. It's like people are like, oh, everyone's trying to be more healthy and this and that, bro. And I was like, is this affecting McDonald's? I was at the McDonald's yesterday. It's not affecting them at all. Uh, that place <laughs> jam fucking so loaded packed. with fat people. <laughs> no, but I mean that place is packed. And you think what? Think everyone's ordering a salad? No, you know the like, salad is one of the worst things on the menu. I mean, that's just because of the dressing. I'll, I'll say that. That's I was like, let's, let's qualify. I mean, yeah. let's. <laughs> so I was. I don't know if this is true or not, but this is something I heard that, like, for instance, like, and I it could be that the salad's worse because apparently the, when you get something. Like spinach, they said spinach holds its nutritional value for seven days. Then after that, it just like deteriorates to nothing. So it's still there, but there's no nutritional value anymore. Like the natural nutritional gap value is gone. And then for the most part, things that have been stored for a long time, even they're stored with special gases to keep them looking green and fresh and normal, they there's just no nutritional value at all. So I can't imagine that McDonald's lettuce and whatever they have in those things is like fresh, like it came from like every salad's made in five days from being picked or something. Like I don't think that's the case. Uh-huh. You know, it's made in some massive factory, shipped, shipped like close to frozen, you know, and then you get it. You know, I don't, I don't, so I don't know if I, I feel like if you're gonna eat a salad, go somewhere better. There's plenty of better places to eat a salad. Like Chipotle, you know? uh, covered in fucking pork and covered fucking in meat. cheese, yeah, and wrapped in a fucking. In, in, in a burrito. three, three burritos. <laughs> <laughs> do you ever get double wrapped burritos at Chipotle? Have we talked about that? No, I've seen Michael do it once, and we've I've done it at the burrito restaurant when done I worked what? there. Get a double wrap because it's like falling apart, being too swole, being too much of a thick boy. Oh yeah, sometimes they do it because they'll like poke a hole, but you can order it with two wraps also, and oh. I feel it adds a certain softness. And additional density. enjoyable texture and some mm. density, yeah. It'll block you up just that, just a little Jeez. bit more. I've never seen anybody intentionally do it. Double wrapped, huh? Yep. 
Let's try it once in a while. Yeah, I went to I went to Chipotle for the first time in several in several years. I guess last for last week. I don't know what I was doing, but I was for some reason I was down in Wheaton and I stopped at a stopped at Chipotle to get something. And it was pretty good. It wasn't bad. Oh no, it was by my house. It was up here by me. It was on Monday. <laughs> so so fucking <laughs> off. It was up here by me on Monday. Um yeah, I dropped it I dropped it off at Chipotle. I went to Chipotle and got some uh got a tried the chorizo and I got the burrito bowl. It's pretty good. I usually get the bowls these days. You know, or you could say, like, you get a taco salad, which is the same fucking thing. But, uh-huh. I feel like once you get the right recipe going, like, with what you like there, it's hard to go wrong, you know? Chipotle's delicious. I wish they had drive throughs though. I'm glad they don't have drive throughs <laughs> I'd be sitting in the car just pouring a bowl in my mouth. <laughs> With the second one, you know, if someone can't look me in the face, it's easy for me to be like, "I need three of those," you know. So, so I'm ordering for a family, of course. Yeah. You don't know any better. You know, I've I've gotten a Chipotle thing delivered to my home, right? No, DoorDash or Uber Eats or one of those. I don't know, but you do it. They are, I think, they are contracting with one of those companies, but you order it all through Chipotle. Huh? Like you go to their website and you order. Yeah. Well, when I did it, they were you know it was a promotion, so it was oh. free of charge. Nice, yeah. that was worth it then. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know about now, but DoorDash is expensive; it's a little pricey. They do they deliver uh, Chipotle also, um, but it's like you know you go to their website, sign up for it. They send some idiot driver. He goes there and picks up the food, mm-hmm. you know, and then he gets lost in your neighborhood for three hours while your food's getting freezing cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah, DoorDash is just. Ridiculous. I had pretty good experiences with Uber Eats, but I don't know if I was using some sort of promotional code when I first signed up. But there, you know, for like a couple months, all of the pretty much all of the delivery fees, you know, within a reasonable area was like a dollar fifty. Now it's like three forty nine, five fifty, yeah, something like that. So either they restructured and just raised the price of everything, or Maybe some promotion ran out that I was not aware of. So DoorDash, it seems like if you order like $30 worth of Indian food, they're going to throw on $15 worth of fees and charges. Yeah. You know, it's really easy to get like a freaking $45, $50 bill on like a $35 or $30 item. And then you tip the driver? No, the tip is in there. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah, so the driver's pay is in there. I don't tip him shit. Most of the drivers don't get out of their fucking car, and I don't know why. My neighborhood is... I'm not living in a bad neighborhood, so I don't know why, but the DoorDash guys don't get out of the car. They just sit in the car. I have to walk out to the car, to let the car door like I'm buying crack and get it from them. <laughs> it fucking pisses me off. That's so why you, you got the stuff? Yeah, main reason I like DoorDash. Yes, I have your hummus, sir. Here you go. So like, <laughs> thanks. Oh, man. Hmm. All right. Well... Um, Mike, I'm glad you enjoyed your grand opening. Uh, James, did you do anything interesting? Um, played a lot of squad. That's it. I've been playing crazy amounts of squad. Now you say that's like a budget Arma? Yeah, it's Arma. So the difference Arma is like super intense. There's lots of like, you have to calculate windage and stuff when you fire your gun. 
And this has some of those aspects, like ranging and stuff like that. But for the most part, once you know a few commands, it's easy to get up and going. But it has the advanced level stuff. So I've been working my way through the advanced levels and leading squads now and having a lot of fun with that, like leading squads. When you get a good group of guys, you can lead a squad of nine guys. Oh, my gosh. I had a squad last, I guess it was Friday. Or maybe it was Saturday morning. I think it was Friday, actually. I had a squad, and we played We played one game together. It was about 45 minutes for the whole game. And we had two guys in a scout car, two guys, one guy in a like BTR, which is like a big tank with like a big-ass gun on the top of it, um, similar to a Bradley fighting vehicle. And then we had... Uh, we had the rest of the group on foot, so we were able to. It was we were able, and we had a tank. Yeah, we had a tank. Three guys in a tank, and we were able to box these guys in, and we just pressured them like crazy. It was all about manipulating all the pieces, man. And I think, <laughs> I was gonna say, I thank God for that. It's stupid, but I'm, I'm glad that I was able to like play all those use of RTSs because once you manipulate troops in different vehicles like that, but these is real people. It's really it's a great leadership learning experience like you can learn to lead people into fake combat <laughs> to save their fake lives um and to capture points and stuff it's cool i had fun i had fun playing it if you want a leadership experience it's a good way to go because you have so, to deal with all kinds of assholes who don't have to follow you you know and do you play with the same people no from other games or is this like no. pub, random pub matches no, it's random matches. Um, the guys I, who I play with, they all have the game. They don't play it. They don't like it. And that, that's the they, we're I mean, we're all victims of having owning too many games. You know, so they just they, they all have other things they want to play. Squad is an old game. It's been around for about five years. You know, it's very updated, but they're still adding stuff. Nobody wants to play it. They just added tanks and a big upgrade to all the fire teams and things like that. So, a lot of fun playing it. You mentioned uh, something when when you when we briefly talked about Arma about calculating windage and whatnot. Yeah. Um. Can you play a spotter in Arma? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All those support roles. So, in in Arma, you basically can kind of pick what you want to be and just be that thing. And you could run around as a lone sniper, or you could be a spotter and work with a sniper, uh, spotting targets and things like that. But it's very easy to go play Arma and only shoot your gun twice, because it's a massive map with you know you need you need vehicle support and all these other things. You know you need a, you need a lot going on. Um, when most of the maps in Squad are designed around small unit tactics. You know, just squads of nine men, nine people, like four or five squads of nine people on each team. Uh, they just added tanks, so they've added a few larger maps to support the tank gameplay. Uh, and the tanks add, add a new element to me. Uh, but the main meat of squad is the fact that you can build bases. So you have guys who build massive fire bases, and they all they do is run logistical support between the various bases. So they have a, we have a, there's a vehicle called a Lodgy or logistic vehicle that goes back to the main base, picks up supplies, ammo and building, building supplies and goes between the other bases, dropping off supplies or comes back and forth to your base, dropping off supplies. Then you have a team, a mortar team, and all they do is fire mortars and spot. So they say, Oh, uh, 
mortar and F5 keypad 5 sub keypad 6 and they call in there's a fire mission call for fire and then you know this guy there's a program that I have on the computer called mortar calc that calculates the (laughs) mortars I'm not even joking like (laughs) it it calculates the mortars for fire and then you just uh, you fire the mortars and then the spotter out in the field the sniper team out in the field spots and says okay and you say 20 seconds to splash he's like okay looking for splash and he and I says this is just how I do it, but everybody has their own way to do it. But he looks for the splash, and once he sees him come down, he's like, okay. You're on ta- you're on target, or he says five clicks north, uh, six clicks, five clicks up, six clicks down, or whatever like that. You know, to help you hone in on the whatever. Mm-hmm. So and the mortar calc tool, I haven't even gone into the depths of what it can do, man. I'm so obsessed with mortars in this game because <laughs> it's it's so much power from such a far distance. You know, like four or five, six hundred meters away. And you're like, doop, doop, doop. you know, you launch a fucking spread of three and it's like you can launch smokes, which to support an infantry push or you can decimate an area, man, just fucking cook motherfuckers. And it's it's great, man. And like that kind of stuff is fun. So there's all these intertangled pieces that once you see how they work together, it really is enlightening as to how militaries work, because you see like, oh, you need a base and you need ammo and um, they introduce a new mechanic. So when you die and you go to respawn at the forward operating base that some other players built, you spawn with like half your ammo. So basically every time you die, you spawn with half your ammo. That way, if you have, let's say you have, you're a, a light armored tank, uh, a guy with a, a lat, uh, I think it's light armored anti-tank lat or hat high, heavy armored anti-tank, whatever. Those guys, the rearm cost is so expensive that when they spawn with half ammo, they spawn with no fucking tank rounds. They only spawn with fucking guns rounds for their rifle. So those guys spawn, run into the field. I'll take the tank out. They don't have any fucking rounds. You know, because there's no, they didn't go get ammo. They didn't rearm or there's no logistical support at the fob. So everything depends on, it's like the height of teamwork. Arma, you don't have to do that. Arma, Arma is like, a pure unadulterated simulation where you can create the scenario any way you want, but you don't have to have any of that other stuff, you know? So how long does a game last? It's about 45 minutes to an hour. It depends on how many tickets you have and how, how frugal you are with your things. If you, if you lose a Lodgy, if you lose a logistics vehicle, that costs you 15 tickets. If you lose a flag point or something like that, or, a, or you keep getting pushed back, depending on what game mode you're in, you lose like so your ticket bleed goes higher per minute depending on how many flags you hold. You know, most people try to achieve a stalemate in the middle and then just not die, you know? Mm-hmm. Um so but it's a lot of fun, man. I, I enjoy I mean if you enjoy the teamwork and you have a good team, the thing is it's hard to get a good team, you know, because you're playing with randoms. You really have to have a bunch of people who like love the game and want to work with you. You know, and that's that's a hard balance to strike. How do you get promoted to squad leader? Is it something you pick? You just pick it. Okay. The worst thing is when you're not prepared for it, and this happens quite often. Sadly, this is the nature of video games, right? You have to deal with assholes. Like seventy percent of the time, you're playing a video game. In Quake or in any game, you have mm-hmm. to deal with assholes. So you'll be playing in a squad. <laughs> And this the reason you're incentivized to join a squad because if you don't join a squad, some servers will kick you out, right? Otherwise, if you don't join a squad, you're missing out on a bunch of perks. There's a bunch of things you can't do if you don't belong to a squad. So 
you join a random squad and say, I hope this is a good squad leader. Let's say he doesn't have a microphone, which happens quite often because people are like, ah, it's a team game. I don't need to communicate. You know, I don't know why people do that, but they do. They're scared or whatever. I don't know. But anyway, he's not talking. Finally, he can, but he can hear you talking to him. He finally, he gets fed up with getting chewed out about not communicating or not putting down a rally point so everyone can spawn in the field or whatever. Okay, so he leaves. Well, the game automatically picks a random person in the squad to become squad leader. (laughs) So I've been in squads where I'm not paying attention to the squad politics. I'm just playing the game, and it'll happen like three times till I'm squad leader. And then new people will join the squad not knowing that all this shit's boiling down, and they're like, why is this squad a squad of shitbags? Oh, oh, it's this guy. And they're looking at me, and I'm like, I didn't even realize they're like squad leader. I was like, I was like, I didn't know I was squad leader. I'm sorry, <laughs> you know. Then you have to take over and try to fucking raise something from the ashes if you're not paying attention. It happens a lot, sadly, you know. I try to stay cognizant of that stuff, but it's just a pain. So, but it's a fun game if you're into that. All right, well, good. You know? Um, I did not much this past week. Some cleaning, some coordinating. Um, some purchasing of, you guessed it, input peripherals. There we go. Yep. Yes. Keyboards. Uh, yep, I, I've switched. I have 19 keyboards now. <laughs> I'm a keyboard right now. Yep. Keyboard warrior. There we go. That actually reminds me of something. Make a note for myself. All right. So what are you buying? Anything of note? Any uh, Anything famous or well, rare? Uh, I did buy something pretty rare. It's by a company called Final Mouse. Um, I bought something that's not in production anymore. The knowing, one. Yeah. <laughs> Insert drum roll. <laughs> um, knowing that it was broken, but confident that I could fix it because I had the part. So basically, I'll show you the part. For anyone watching, which is two people, that the scroll wheel, this little nub right here, oh. that broke off of the unit that I bought. But this is a new replacement, which I already had. You bought it from Final Mouse or you bought it just... eBay. Okay. Uh, but it turns out that the scroll wheel encoder itself is stuck or frozen. So that's why that little that shaft broke off, I guess, too much force on something that wasn't moving. So I will be using your uh, kind gift of a soldering kit to change the scroll wheel encoder to fix it. So I bought it for $50, and it came with a an aftermarket paracord, which is nice, even though I do make my own. Um, it's a $25 value, and also came with an extra set of uh, Teflon mouse feet, so that's all good. So... For the mouse itself, I kind of paid like fifteen bucks. Um, if I fix it, I could sell it for one hundred and fifty. What's nice. it called? Final Mouse Ultralight Pro. Are I got you gonna the, sell it? The white one. Probably not. But since they are out of production, they generally go for a hefty amount. It must be a quality mouse, then. Um, it's honestly nothing special, but it's one of the lightest mice on the market. Because it's full of holes. Oh, I've seen Speed this. holes. We talked yeah. about this before. Yeah. Or and they are, uh, at it. they're actually releasing a new 
something on December 1st. They're kind of hush-hush about it, but this is it. Is this one your parts one, or...? No, this is... Well, this was the broken one. There's no scroll oh, okay. wheel. I took it out. So there's holes on the top shell and underneath. Wow. So this... It weighs about... Right now, probably about 65 grams. Wow. Which is, like, almost half of the weight of the mice you guys have. So there. I've got some fixing to do. Hmm. Yep. Well, okay, then. Yeah, but December 1st, new Final Mouse release. They have the shittiest um, PR slash advertising Twitter team. Uh, they're like so far up their own asses, I guess. I don't, I don't know a better way to say it. <laughs> what, um, hmm. So they're just, yeah. I mean, I never even heard of Final Mouse, so. Yeah, small company. Very n- niche market. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah. But also very desirable. Okay. Questions, comments before we get into some news? What'd you do this week? Noteworthy, notable. Well, I just I was just talking about it. I got mice and I'm oh, got the mice. I'm a keyboard okay. aficionado now. I do actually want to get another keyboard or two. I still um, got my eye on that chroma. Which one was that? I was so you have a chroma at work. Oh, I have a chroma, I have a chroma mouse. Yeah. I need keyboard. Well, I bought you that keyboard years ago. The really loud one. I don't know if you actually use it at work because it's so loud. That's all I use at work. Okay. But it's so, just uh, it's one color. Right. So that's green. But your favorite color is green. True. But I need you... all the colors, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Razer Black Widow Chroma V2. Is that it? That looks like Probably. It. Yeah. There's better ones, but since you are since you're a razor boy now, that might be the one to get for you. Hmm. It looks it looks nice. You're all you're all death addered out and whatnot. That's right. Do you use that? What? Use the death adder at work or anything? Nah. You're like nah. Uh, it's it's over there. I still got the Tron mouse. <laughs> Yeah, man. This is still, it makes that sound, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah, I like, I like, I like everyone. My mouse has a speaker, like, <laughs> to make exactly one noise, <laughs> and only when you reboot your computer. Yeah, or you unplug it, plug it back in. I guess, but yeah. Um, I'm. I don't know what. What does it make noise if you have the crazy mouse pad, or is it just? Uh, I doubt it. Is it just? That would be super annoying. Like, Every time you move it. <laughs> I was like, I need the special mouse pad now just to see, you know, but it's like how, you know, you nope. can't get it for less than, you know, yeah. some crazy price. So nope. it's like $85. Like, no, you know, like, or whatever. So it's like don't 30 even, bucks. I'd be like, okay, you know, don't, it, don't even consider it. <laughs> if you find one in a dumpster, don't take it. <laughs> Such a hater, man. That's how much I want you not to have it. Such a hater. I still have mine around here. The mouse? Yeah. In its box. In its box. Yep. 
Yeah, actually, I, you're right. I probably should replace my uh, my mouse at work with the. Uh, I guess I could put it in the Chroma. Why not? Slightly it's just, more ergonomic. It's just sitting here not doing anything. So, yeah, sitting here on my desk. So, meh. I'm still I'm still using this uh, this other one. I guess I could steal. I could change this one out. The Steel Series. Yeah, rival. It's all right. You know, you make your own decision. However, um. Here's your dilemma. Do you want a Chroma keyboard with all the backlighting options you could think of? Or Mm -hmm. didn't you want one with totally black unmarked keycaps? I do want that as well, yes. What will he choose, folks? Survey next week. Decisions, (laughs) decisions. Yeah, I was going to order a bunch of those keycaps and replace them on my existing keyboard at work. Just because I thought that was like the cheaper way to to arrive at that, you know. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of stupid because it's like it's a backlit keyboard, and then it's gonna have these things that eh. you just <laughs> have like the the underglow kit that shitty Hondas have. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, but I could do that. I could do that. It's an option. All right, probably like twenty or thirty dollars in parts for for a good blank keycap set. Might be closer to like forty five. Mm. Mm. Okay. But you shop around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Anyways, should we get into some news? Sure. James, I assume yeah. this is yours. This is mine. Okay. So Woo Woo. There's so much. There's so much. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Okay. So starting in November, a one man band called Threaten, run by Jared Threaten, went on their world, they announced their world tour, okay, finally it's happening, they're gonna go to Europe and do a world tour, a a European tour, okay, they've got about 10 or 11 venues set up, they've got, they're starting in England, it's gonna be great, okay, so, uh, the whole thing is booked by Jared's uh, booking company, uh, who you know his his booking agent? They they booked all the venues ahead of time for him. Uh, they did the marketing stuff. They pre-sold several uh, events. I think the first one was uh, two hundred ninety-one. So like they pre-sold several tickets. Well, they pre-sold a bunch. Like like you know, they they, they pre-sold two hundred and ten tickets. Two hundred ninety-one tickets for one. One hundred and eighty tickets for the next show. I think another hundred tickets for the next show. So that it was. It was working, you know, like they, 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 this is a famous band and very popular. Um, so, you know, it was time. It was his time. So uh, they go on tour and they get to the underground in Candom in the UK. And the band comes up and it's, it's Jared Threaten and three other guys, guys he's hired, who are very excited to work with Threaten. Uh, uh, they're like, you know, he, 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 they, they had room and board. They flew out to England. Everything's great. Like no problems. They get out there. There's only three people, only three people show up to the show. And they're like, what the hell's going on? Even Jared's like, what the fuck? You know? So Jared makes some calls, you know, he's like, he's just, the booking agent is screwing me. He's like, well, don't worry. It'll be fixed. We're going to go to the next show. You know, the people at the underground were like, yo, what the fuck? What happened to these 291 spots? So Jared was like, yeah, the booking agent's screwing us. 
whatever, you know? So they were like, well, we got paid because the way that the way the tour was set up, the booking agent pay prepays all the locations, rents out the spot, and then they get a cut, they get the bar, you know? Uh, and I think somehow like the band gets some cut of something, but I'm not sure. But basically, it's prepaid, so they didn't lose anything. They just kind of broke even. Only thing that sucks is they had to pay their wait staff, and the wait staff doesn't get any tips. But otherwise, it's not the end of the world for them, you know. So they go to the next spot. Nobody shows up. This time, one per no one person's there. Okay, <laughs> and the homeless guy wandered in. Well, no, it's I don't know. Like one person like bought a legitimate ticket at the fucking venue. And he he shows up, and they're all like, "What the fuck happened?" Even Jared's like, "What happened? We're getting screwed again." Okay, so to go to the next venue, and nobody's there. Okay, at this point, the venues start canceling. Okay, and the band, the guys in the band are like, "What the hell's going on?" And they're asking Jared, just like, "No, don't worry about it. It's fine." They were like, we're out. We're done. Because now on the internet, on Facebook, Jared is coming under fire from the venues, the previous venues, saying, hey, you're a fucking scam artist. This whole shit is fake. Right? (laughs) Jared's like, no, bro. No, 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 bro. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) Listen to this. Michael, are you asleep? No, no, he's looking down. Okay. This is like, and Michael, you'll love this because this is like some no, star registry level shit. <laughs> okay? Like, this is like the greatest hoax that, that was ever played. You don't know it was a hoax. This guy, Jared, Jared Eames is his name. He changed his name to Jared Threaten. He was in a band called, not Satan, it's called Satan or something. That's actually not bad. It's, a de- it's like a death metal band with his brother in 2010, 2011, 2012. They have two EPs. They broke up uh, in 2012, and they, him and his brother became estranged. They never talked again. He left, moved to Vegas, and he moved to L.A., got married, changed his name to Jared Threaten, and started the band Threaten. Okay? On his YouTube page, he's got tons of views. He's got, like, three albums up there, all the music you can go listen to. Um, he's got a booking agent. Uh, the booking agent is called... Uh, I got the name here. Um, Straight Right Booking. Okay. And he's part of Superlative, Superlative, whatever. I, I don't know. This super, 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 superlative. Superlative? Yes, that word. <laughs> he's part of their, their, they're part of his team or whatever. Um, His management team or whatever. You know, they manage him or something like that. So, turns out, if you go to the Booking Agent site, which is still up, and you can get links to all of these off of this main, this summation site that I've linked, um, it's all fake. Okay, like the booking company is just a website made by him. It does not exist. Um, and all the, it has a list of bands, none of the bands exist. You know, but the band's names are generic enough that you're like, oh, maybe these are real people. You know, and if you Google some of them, some of them come up as actual people, but who aren't related to this company. You know, um, the 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 agency, the his agency doesn't exist. They're all fake. The agents are fake. Everybody's fake. Um, 
So you say, look, how can somebody book a whole tour in Europe of like, let me just double check. Yeah, of like 10 or 11 spots and nobody realizes. How can he hire a stage band? Because he hired those guys, right? He hired those guys. He flew them from the United States to here along with himself. He got room and board for them at every spot on the stop, every stop on the, on the, on the thing. How could you do this? He booked all the, all the venues in advance, paid in advance for the venues. How can you do this? Okay. Someone has to figure out, right? So they said, some people were like, well, we did our research and he had won this award by this, this blog, you know, this, this reputable blog that this, like, you know, that does music, this metal, metal blog. No, that was his invention too. He made that up too. <laughs> uh, the award he won is like best artist of the year. He made that up. It was fake. <laughs> um, It'd be like if we got the podcast of the year award from the from the IO panel awards well, from, committee from William Blower and Sons. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so he goes. One thing I like about these articles, there's many of these articles where the guys like the 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 the, the, the writer is like whelp <laughs> because it's so ridiculous. Okay, now if you watch, go to his YouTube. You gotta treat your fucking self. Go to his YouTube page and watch some of the music. His some watch his music videos. They're so shitty, and the music is like, Ugh. it's so emo. It's like I don't like the. I don't know what. I can't explain what it is. You know, I'm I consider myself even though I'm not a metal connoisseur, I am a metal fan. I don't know what to call this, you know. It's a type of metal maybe, I don't know. Emo metal, I, I don't know what it is. But um the stuff he did with his brother was good. You know, that was I'll put a link to it. I got to find it again. I'll put a link to it. And I want Evan to listen to it cuz Evan will be like, "Oh, that's not bad." Anyway, so the band members, <laughs> they were like, "Well, we got paid, but they left." They flew back home. Um, his brother later on, like a, a couple, like a week later, his brother came out of the woodwork and did an interview with MetalSucks.com, the website this is linked to for those of you who aren't looking at the show notes right now. And his brother was like, "Hey, look, Jared means well. He 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 he's a good musician and he's got talent, but he's very misguided, and he probably thought that this was going to make him famous." You know, he probably thought he'll just bootstrap his way into the music industry and become famous. But you can't do that. And, you know, his brother implied that he's borrowed the money. It's got to be like twenty or $30,000, if not more. I mean, I don't know how much metal venues cost, but they got to be expensive. You know, I, I don't know how he did it. I'm sure more is going to come out from this over time. But it's so crazy. Oh, another thing. So he took video. Those videos are gone. I can't find them. But he had videos. There's videos of his live shows. Yo, he just took other people's live shows, cut their music out, put fake crowd sounds in. And then, you know, you would never see him and the crowd at the same time. (laughs) Then there's other videos where he does where it's like video from some guy's smartphone in a mosh pit. It's not his show. It's another person's show altogether. <laughs> but they just have, like, you can't see. He cuts out the parts where you can see the band. 
and it's like and the the guys the, the fucking link he says oh man yeah this the threatened show was so great man um i, I kept dropping my phone that's why the, the video's all spotty but man the, the pit was insane oh my god dude um his facebook page has thou- like 30 or 40,000 likes uh, his Twitter is full of fake likes. So he bought fake likes from all these things. He's got fake comments, fake fake posters, all these fake accounts everywhere. Like his SoundCloud is sketchy. Everything is sketchy. The only thing this guy's done that he should be doing as a business is web design. Okay, <laughs> like he's he he made so many fake websites to support this effort. It's crazy. I give him credit because he's. We talked about the scammer, the guys, Jacob Wall. And uh, and uh, Jack, uh, whatever, last week, Jack Bertram last week, who are trying to get rid of, they had this whole scam, this whole Me Too movement type scam going on against the federal prosecutor who's doing the, the Trump case. And this is more devious than that guy ever thought about being. Like, there's so many layers to this shit, mm-hmm. you know? The only reason it blew up in his face is because nobody came to events. And I'll be honest with you, since he paid everybody, he they should have just let him finish his fucking tour, you know. Even if nobody was there, he should have just kept going. Finish, let him finish his tour. But um, yeah. So yeah, there's oh there's a, so there's live footage here on this site. Please treat yourself to watch the footage. This is from his second to last event in the UK when nobody's there. You're and like this is this is during sound check or something, right? There's like nah. staff there. Like, nope. It's in the middle of the show. Oh yeah! Oh, I forgot to tell you. He also hired and paid opening bands. <laughs> yeah, he had bands opening for them. The bands who opened for them, they didn't draw anybody either. So, so people are very salty. Everybody's salty all the way around. And I'm just like, well, why didn't the opening bands draw anybody? You know, I don't know how he must have hired like some fucking some like nobodies to, to yeah. save the maximum amount of money, or told or had people got come for free or something. You know, I don't really know what he did, but the opening bands didn't draw any crowds in any of the three venues he got to. So, but yeah, he went all out, man. Everything you do in a metal show, he did. You know, I would say if they're coming to town, you know, and it was cheap, I'd be like, let's go. Yep. <laughs> let's go just to fucking see this craziness, this fucking circus. Um, that's what these people who got the footage here, that's what they, that's what they were there. Their whole thing was like, because at this point it was a third, that's the third show or something like that. And they were like, everybody knows now. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, okay, <laughs> I got to see. We're going for the laughs. Yeah, we got to see what's really happening here. And it's not good. I mean, his his show is not good. It's just a bad show, I think. Um, it, Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, for a small band, I guess there you can't expect too much of a stage presence. But, I mean, it's just very generic music. Yeah. And scrolling down in the in the original link you posted... Um, it was like not really. It's just a prank, but it says that uh, Jared Threaten claimed he did it all to teach the world a lesson about fake news or something. I think like that's that. bullshit. Probably. Yeah. The only thing that I thought would be that it reinforces my my idea that uh, fake news is created by assholes. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Why can't why can't fake news just be Spider Man twerking at a four year old's birthday party with yeah. Iron Man? Like why can't that be what we have to look at? That's no, that's not fake news, James. That's real. Yeah, yeah that's cringy real and hilarious. Life. 
but it's real. You know what I mean? Like you can touch it. <laughs> Fucking, you don't want so to touch it. So you could touch could. a talking Spider-Man if you wanted to. Yeah. So the funny thing is, the superlative, superlative company, they have, they go back. Their history goes back. They have a history page that he wrote. It goes back to like 1964 or something like that. Like he went, he went so. This is what we call in the intelligence community. We call this backstopping. You know. Because he's basically backstopped all this stuff. Like, he's built a lore around all of it. And it's crazy. It's so fucking deep. Like, he made these fake bands. And me and Michael have talked about this for a long time. That anything can be a band name, you know? <laughs> and, like, let me just read some of the band names. Uh, there's uh, Brian Guy, <laughs> Cars, Catalyst, James Dillon, and then Threaten is there, of course. There's a few more regular names. The Remedy, Two Dozen Roses... Box Tops, <laughs> The Great Society, Classic The Band, come on, man, uh, Young Bloods, Strange Love, Jellyfish. It's just, I don't know, man. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. Oh, wait. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's fucking great, dude. It's so good. Yep. I'm back, baby. You're back. Oh. All right. Sorry, Michael. Yeah, yeah, all of those are are. I think my internet's acting weird today. Acceptable so. or passable band names. Yeah, they are. They are. They it actually just to, are. It just told me to switch from UDP mode to TCP mode. What the hell? Oh. Okay. Yeah. Who knows? Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, James, um, this is this is crazy. So this guy changed his name to Jared Threaten. Yeah, from you, Jared this, Eames. Yeah, how much of this did you you get, Michael? I read everything right here. I mean, oh, okay, yeah. So yeah, fake yeah. record label, fake this, fake that. He tried to make a fake uh, Wikipedia page, but that didn't work out. Yeah, yeah. The Wik- so Wikipedia <laughs> Wikipedia fa- caught it immediately, and they if you look at the Wik- fake Wikipedia page, uh, let me see if I can find the line here. That one of the Wikipedia moderators wrote in there. I thought it was so fucking good. Um, this page, by the way, this this original link, basically, metalsucks.com spent about a week and a half doing an article a day tearing this thing apart, like digging into every component of it. So these are all referencing other articles on Metal Sucks where they've like kind of the chronological order of it. That's why this one's so brisk, where it's like, and Jared never worked in the music again, the end. You know? <laughs> that's why that's why it's like that. But I don't think this guy is is done. Like, I don't think we're done hearing from this guy because he's such a ridiculous character that it just doesn't even make sense. Maybe if he changes his name, but his his name and career are probably ir- irreparably tarnished because of this. Like, if he had just spent all of his time and effort that he put into creating that, you know, the backstories and fake websites and stuff, like, if he put that into his actually, you know, is developing his music and talent, he might have a future. Probably not now. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think I think he's probably done. Uh, I think what'll happen is he's gonna find a place in the world of being, like, just a meme like, like, uh, what's his name? Waisu? What's that guy's name? Johnny Wasau? Wasu? The guy from The Room? Wiseau. Oh, yeah. Wasau, yeah. I can't think of his first name. But he's Tom. Peop, Tommy. Pe- Tommy Wazow, yeah. 
people say he's like I I keep seeing the theme that like oh this guy's a Tommy Wiseau of of music. And then as another guy whose video I watched kind of discuss it kind of in a general sense about this, he was like, Oh, this guy, he's he's probably cousins with Tommy Wiseau. He's they came from the vampire planet together. <laughs> um, I was like the vampire planet. I was like, Cole, let me hear more, my man. But uh, yeah, if you just look, you gotta go to his YouTube page, man, and look at his it's photos. Demic of metal. Yeah, you look at his photos. All the photos he has of himself. It's so. It's so like. I don't know, man. Metal music in general has like a really rough and regular nature. So artists don't normally strive to seem modeled and sculpted, but this guy does, you know, all his pictures and everything, all his material. It looks like, look at this picture they have on top of the article I sent you with him holding the picture frame. That's from one of his music videos. He, all his video and pictures look like that. They all look like this molded sculpted whole thing. It's just, it's so skeevy and weird. And I just don't even know. You know, then you look at the the ad on the other side, an ad for their for their their podcast, and they have a picture of some band in the background, and it's like looks like literally two guys, two regular motherfuckers. Like this guy in the back is a metal worker, the guy in the front the lays bricks. You yeah. know, it's just it's like it's like two different worlds they come from. Yeah, you know, it's so strange. Well, James, I'm not sure how familiar with the world of power metal you are. No, I'm not. Um, but. Uh... This look of like long, well manicured hair and sort of, you know, zero muscle tone is highly desired in power metal. Maybe that's what it is. Did you listen to any of it, Evan? Yeah, I was gonna say uh, he has a very Tony Venturis look about him. Yeah, I listened. I I watched the minute and twenty nine video or whatever that's uh, in the article. Yes. Okay. I didn't see his actual YouTube page. If that's in here somewhere, it's it's the next link. It's the it's the next link to YouTube. Um, I I need to find his brother's video because his brother's video is really good. All right. Well, I'll in, I'll have to investigate. Yeah, I just want I want to hear your I want to at some point. It doesn't have to be during this show, but at some point I want you to give me your synopsis. Just listen to one of his songs. I want to hear what you have to say about it. Because I feel like there's just, <laughs> Ugh. I'm gonna link his brother's video in there too because his brother's, his, him and his brother's song is way better. I think, as far as metal goes, I think it's way better. It's more like the stuff that we've gone to listen to. I'm listening to some of the 33 minute video that I found beneath, uh, well, in the article from the first link mm-hmm. of their like. Satith or whatever. Oh, that's it. That's it. Yeah. yeah. And it's definitely like it's way better. Yeah. Um just like revival blasphemy. That's what I was talking about. This is what I was saying. Yeah. Him and his brother's thing. Yeah. To me, like this is like I'm like, oh, this is like totally something we could go if we're going to see somebody and these guys might open, you know, like they'd be yeah. the first band with nobody there, but they're still like you could listen to this and be like, okay. Yes. Like I get the I get the I get the strength, the power from it. It's nice, you know? Whoever I mean, it's it's that's like black metal. Um, that's what that sounds like. Yeah, which is what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be black metal. Yeah. Uh, whoever is on, whoever's playing bass is quite good, and uh, drums is just full of blast beats, and the vocals are typical black metal, death metal vocals, but far better 
than what he put on himself. Yeah. Yeah, what he what he's playing himself reminds me of some eighties like you know, it's like it's it's fucking weird, man. Maybe but thank you for this. I might uh I might listen to I might start a band. (laughs) (laughs) Hey I've got all the instruments, right? Yeah that's ninety percent of the work. Fuck it, I can go on tour. (laughs) Who wants to be a roadie? Mm -hmm. you, me and uh Ed. There you go. Ed Ed slowly slowly building a studio. So, well, we can we can start our math core band. That is a thing. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I, that. I think we've talked about that. Yep. But, is that the same as nerdcore? Nope. Is it similar? Uh, nope. But I'm they're sure just called, we... both called core. Okay. Well, yes, uh, we. I mean, we talked about this months ago. We'll go cores. into it. There's so many other cores. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we can work something out. I was thinking, you know, Ed has his his mini Korg, or mini synthesizer, or whatever that is. You know, I've got the electronic drums. Mike, you can show up with the acoustic guitar or something. We'll have to go to Ed's house and have a jam sesh when Evan's in town next. And James can play washed washed up bass. <laughs> yes. <laughs> We need a harmonica guy. No, I'll go to my mom's house. My bass is in her basement. Because <laughs> she is <Ouch>. black and... <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> black people have bass guitars in their exactly. basements. So. All right. Again, I've never played this. It almost feels natural. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, this is amazing. <laughs> Actually, James, I would rather you play an actual bass. What, an upright bass? Yes. From a, from a jazz band? Yes. Nine a, a, foot tall piece of wood? A contrabass. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll look into it. You buy it, Evan Michael. I'll, I'll learn how to play it. Shit, I'll get one. <laughs> Don't fucking tempt me. Because <laughs> I will find somebody selling one. I'm sure we could go to Craigslist right this second. Like, I'll be a Korean one. man and take his daughters. Yes. It's, it's a $50,000 bass. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Mike, I assume uh, you have the next article here. That's correct, sir. How what would gave, I have gave ever it away? Yeah, exactly. So, um, the gist of this article is that people are fleeing to Canada from America. However, it's a specific group of people. It's not just Americans. It's mainly, it's a lot of people who are... Uh, came here as refugees initially from other countries like Haiti. Um, are they are they getting so, a feeling of being unwelcome? Well, they're 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 nervous. They're shook up. Okay. Because okay. of the understandably the the Trump administration and their their policies so they're afraid they're about to, they're going to get rounded up and deported. So they're they're going to Canada and asking for asylum there. I mean that's a good move. I don't see anything wrong with that. Is Canada overall better for them, or it's just the next best thing? It's close. They can get there. They're likely to get in. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, I think because it's close, obviously. I mean, they're like, let's go to Denmark. I mean, no. I mean, that's, right. you know. So Canada's right there. They and... go to Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Jay, 
James, come on. Hey, man, who, would, who, who, would willingly, who would willingly go, go to Mexico? You don't want to work for the cartel? <laughs> People, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to uh, Mexico on vacation. I'm always like, why? Okay. Oh, un- you uncultured American swine. Mm-hmm. Drug mules pay well. This is Evan, the guy who broke his leg in Mexico, and he's apparently had a great time. <laughs> That's right. American's opinion on Mexico is tainted, unrightfully so. By I high murder rates that. and kidnapping. Yeah, right. Just, <laughs> and just leg dust breaking. In, dust in the wind, James. <laughs> dust in the wind. That's the saying. They probably can't kidnap any of us. Yeah, it's true. true. They'll just shoot you and leave you in the street, though. Bullet in your brain pan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Die of a lead affliction. Um, I wouldn't mind going there, though. I mean, I just like, like you know, like we, like we did to Jamaica. You know, yeah. There's plenty mind. of good resorts. Yeah, just don't leave them. Alone. Yeah. So yeah. We're, we visited the country. Yay! There's like, a ble- yeah. There's a great place in Juarez we can go hang out in. Don't, James and don't Evan, go to Mexico City. Where did we go in Canada? And in Canada in Jamaica. Um, Jewel Resort, the Jewel Resort, something like that. Sounds right. Yeah. Are you asking what city? Sure. I don't know. Started. It was near. We we're about twenty miles west of something that started with an O, on the northern Ultra coast. Ultra Rios. Yeah. yeah. So Runaway Bay. That, that was where familiar. I stayed. Not no with, Runaway not Bay. Yeah. Runaway Bay was the area. Yes. Yeah. Our the hotel me and me and my ex went to before was down the down just down the road. The Royalty Cameron at Runway Bay, and then we went to the Jewel at Runway Bay. That's where we all went. Yeah. Okay. So went to the Jewel Runway Bay. So why are, are Spanish are Hispanics leaving, or is it just like Nigerians and Haitians? Hispanics have nowhere to go, James. Canada won't take them. No, okay, really? I don't know. <laughs> no, I, I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> Hispanics are wise. I mean, uh, Canada's wise to the Hispanics. Yes, uh, they are hip to them. They're hip to them. Hip to their shit. <laughs> yeah, correct. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know why. To be honest, this article, uh, I don't think it really goes into that. So maybe they're just they're just forgotten. Hmm. 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 Yeah, so um, it's six times. So it says 2,550 U.S. citizens applied for asylum in Canada in 2017. That's six times more than in 2016. But like I said, they're actually, a lot of them are um, originally from Haiti or, as you can see, from Nigeria, too. So, Well, I'll be honest with you. I think there's a huge Nigerian presence in Canada. I don't know about Haiti, but I think there's lots of Nigerians in Canada already. Like Canada is like, well, I don't know what it's like, but it's it's like. Well, it says like, Montreal has a large Haitian community. Oh, so that's probably why. It's probably less they're fleeing from America and more that they're fleeing to their to where their families and friends are, and there's a place for them. Here there's less a place. A support system, yeah. And here there's less a place for that. I mean, I'll be honest with you. If you come from a African race or non-white, like non-brown, but like a black race, you should just fucking go to Canada. Go to Europe if you can, but go to Canada for sure. 
You know? Why do you say that, James? No, I mean, this is this country is not. It's, it's not, not black people friendly. I mean, it's not that it's not, not not black people friendly. It's just if you're thinking about who has who gets judged first and who has an edge. Here's a great place to be white. America's a great place to be white. It's an awesome place to be fucking white. If you're Spanish, it's not really a great place to be Spanish either, but at least if you're Spanish, it's like people are like, oh, they kind of think they understand you and they're like, oh yeah, go cut grass somewhere, Pablo. You know, like they don't, it's just whatever. You're kind of ignored, you know, except Trump is like doing that less now because he's like kind of attacking Hispanics. But they're rapists. They're rapists and murderers, James. Don't you yeah, know that? Yeah, exactly. They're rapists and murderers. They want to come and rape your white women. It's the same thing we heard before. Like black people want to rape your white women. That's uh, so many stigmas are created from that. Like 1950s propaganda, not 1950s, 1900, early 1900s propaganda about African Americans. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, yeah, I mean, if I was a foreigner and they said and said pick a better place to be black, I wouldn't pick here. You know. Because you're not going to be – if you're from somewhere else, you're going to have problems with regular black people because they're like, we're Americans, and we don't like foreigners because we're Americans. Well, I sent you that video by what's-his-name. What video? That I said, I, I will go. I'll be your white guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but see, I wouldn't want to go to Africa, not for any reason at all. Just like Evan's like, why? Just like you're like, why are we going to Mexico? I'm like, why are we going to Africa? <laughs> like, I have no, to me, I'm like, I don't care about elephants, cheetahs. Or uh, the no, Houthi race wars, or any of that shit. Like, I don't want to go. It's hot, and there's no beaches. <laughs> and I'm not interested. You know, sure. I don't want beach. AIDS. There's I, beaches know, in South Africa. I don't want to deal with dirty ass water. I definitely don't want to go South Africa, the home of apartheid. That's like yeah. America. South Africa is like probably the third worst place in Africa you could go. Why would you go there? Like, if you're black, I don't. Oh, like, you're right. You're right. Uh, I'm sure. Um, what's it called? Uh, Liberia is great, Evan. No, no it's not. I mean that could be number two. We'll go, we'll go to Gambia. Nothing ever, nothing bad ever happened in Gambia. Yeah, right. They're probably hacking people's legs off or something there right now. Yeah. So is that, thank you. Why would you go to Africa? You just answer your own question. Why would you go to Africa if they're not hacking somebody's legs off or raping fucking girls who are of a different religion or cutting women's clits off or whatever the fuck crazy shit those motherfuckers do over there? Jesus fucking Christ. Oh my fucking god! You know we're all speaking quite ignorant shit right now, right? Yeah, I don't know what's going on. I'm sure it's great, but honestly, just the fear of experiencing. I mean, look, you're talking to somebody who, whenever I drive south, I'm like, oh man, this is it. You know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, because like we so all we were, we were in Tennessee, and you were like, I'm not coming back. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I was like, whenever I go south of like a certain point, I always get sketched out. I always feel like, oh, the white people are looking at me funny. You know, and it's not true. Like they're all really nice. Like every, I, every time I dealt with them, they're nice. You know, but then you see like the Confederate flags and shit, and you're like, oh, this shit. To me, it stands for like two things: Dukes of Hazard and slavery. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, these guys aren't here for Dukes of Hazard. You know, what I mean, like they're not here for that. Like that's what this is about. That's what's what you're there for. Yeah, that's why I like the Confederate flag, Dukes of Hazard. You know, right? But yeah, so I mean, it, it's. Like, I don't think people understand it, and I hate to turn this into, like, a race thing, because I love America. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else, but, you know, I mean, if if it, to me, America and South Africa is probably a lot of the same type of shit, because they had apartheid, and people have this built-in stigma from years. It'll take generations for us to become normal and not think, like, oh, one group is better than the other one, or not think with racist shit or say racist shit. 
just accidentally, you know, it's just this is who we are. We just aren't great, you know. <laughs> it's all I mean, it's how it is. Now, would I want to be in Canada? No. It's fucking Canada. Get the fuck out of here. Sorry. No, I don't think so. You know, and I've been Such to Europe. A piece of Europe, shit. Europe is fucking lame. No guns in Europe. Europe you know? is lame. No guns. It is lame. It is lame. You can have a gun in Europe. Whatever. A hunting rifle? Fuck that. I need a Chris Vector. Okay. <laughs> He's like, hello. Yeah, hello. Submachine guns are where it's at, B. All right. <laughs> you can't even have that here. Not really. Yeah, you can. Sure you can. You can buy a Chris Vector. Go buy one right now. Semi-auto. Yeah, sure. That's fine. That's a place to start. Can't even have that you over just there. Just file down the that firing pin or whatever. Yeah, you it get is that auto get... sear, you're good to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I mean, I'm not worried about it going full auto. Shooting guns full autos for fucking twats anyway. I don't care about that. Like, I just want a fucking Chris Vector. You know? Ammo's too expensive to be shooting full auto. <laughs> so whatever. It's true. We got to get a twenty-two full auto. No? I mean, nobody, nobody gets into their Corvette and they're like, "I can't get race fuel." What the hell? No, nobody does that. Why can't I fucking get like fucking one twelve? This country <laughs> sucks, man. Nobody does that. <laughs> it would cost like a fucking forty-five dollars a gallon. Nobody wants that. Nobody gives a shit. Okay. All right. So, um, so Canada like- sucks. Mexico sucks. The entire continent of Africa sucks. Yeah. You're um, hot. Boring. It's hot. Yeah, Michael. Okay, okay. Before Europe we move sucks. on, Europe Michael is the to... fucking heat monster. He hates <laughs> everywhere hot. I'm we the heat monster. We went to Jamaica. Monster. It's fucking like, there's fucking free drinks, amazing food, whatever you want. Just chill in your room. Mike's like, it's too hot. I'm never coming back. It's too hot. Oh, it's so hot. Dude, you need that survive 10 seconds in Africa. But you and Nas, I want to go back to Africa, girl. Fuck you, Michael, you <laughs> fucking liar. <laughs> you and your boy Nas. Hope y'all can go to hell. <laughs> Which one did I send you, though? It was, uh, who was that? It was, uh, Akon. Akon, that's right. Yeah. yeah. But no, you remember in, in, uh, Belly, Nas says that. He's oh, yeah. Like, he's like, I want to go back to Africa, girl, be with the people. Like, get the fuck out of here. You can't buy no, can't drive no big body, you know, any, 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 well, you can't have Benzes over there, but you can't have like anything <laughs> looking awesome over there. See, they got fiber over there. I don't think so. Shit, they probably do. No, they don't. They probably do, but some Chinese company put it there and I fuck China. Do, uh, does everyone over there live in huts, James? No. In the city, in the, in the city, city, they have, they live in nice places, but like, you go like ten minutes out of the city. It's a hut. It's fucking huts. Is it? Yeah, absolutely. It's totally huts. You watch, um, watch. Uh, they did an episode. It was the new show by the Top Gear guys. Their Amazon show. So the show's like less than two years old. Mm-hmm. And they one of the things they went to Africa, and their whole idea was they were supposed to traverse. They were supposed to bring fish, fresh seafood, from the coast to a town inland okay if they just drove there it would take about 12 hours but because they're bunglers and it was a fucking disaster and it was the rainy season they did all this crazy they had to build up the cars and do anyway they did all this weird shit so they're in the town the town's not great but it's okay 
but it's like it's like Wheaton, but we're all dirt roads, and then huts right outside. If that means anything. And to where you. was this? I don't know, man. Digibooty. I have no fucking idea. <laughs> so uh-huh. then these motherfuckers drive. They leave the town. They get on like a highway that's not barely. It's barely a fucking highway, and they're driving down the highway. And then they get to a point where the highway just stops. And it's just fucking dirt roads. And there's just ruts in the ground where there's water and there's dogs running around everywhere. And there's just people walking down the street like, oh, this is fucking normal. You know, this is fucking life. And they're, just, and they're driving and there's all this fucking rain and shit. And the guy's on a motorcycle. motorcycle he's falling over in the rain. It's just a disaster, you know? <laughs> so what you have is you have all these little countries where you have people who can't. They're so corrupt that they can't even get it together to build proper roads. You know, a, a road, the power of the road is so road is so powerful to a country. You know, you got to have roads. You got to have basic infrastructure. They don't even have that. Like they're in their, in their little town. They don't have fucking power. I'm like, yo, how can you have a place where people live with no power? It's 2018. But that's commonplace over there. So why would anybody be like, I want to go back to Africa? What are you fucking stupid? It's fucking dumb. That is something pretty impressive about this country. That, like, you could go into the middle of West Virginia and there's, like, paved roads and electricity. Yeah. That there is. We That's impressive. Back in- Almost nobody lives out there. Why is it worth the government spending money to put it out there? Uh, who knows? But they did it. I think we did really good back in the 50s and 60s when they did all that. Yeah, they now just, they're not putting internet everywhere. Yeah, now they're not doing, any, any, <laughs> yeah. They're doing zero infrastructure stuff. They're like, they're you right. got a phone, right? Good yeah, enough. Good enough. Oh, you know that DSL, you punk bitch. Pay Cox fucking $53 a minute to use their fucking cable. You like cable, right? All right. <laughs> I'm all wound up. Sorry. Call your cousin. Have them read you the Wikipedia article. Ha! <laughs> That's exactly. Right. All right. What do we got next here? Mike, is this uh, yours or is uh, James? Oh, you got the boy. next one. This is mine. You're okay. trying to fucking juice me up, dude. What's going on, man? <laughs> <laughs> so just so everyone knows. So, you know, we, we try to put funny or maybe not so funny titles uh, to articles, you know, to, in, the, in our notes. So I put here, I, I just put, unless you're black. So, um... This was in Illinois, or as James would say, Illinois. They um the fighting Illini. Yeah, exactly. Illini. So there was there was a, a scuffle and altercation at a bar. The bar has security, like security guards, right? And the security guard asked a group of drunken men to leave. Around 4 a.m., one of them came back with a gun and opened fire. Uh, Security returned fire, so they had guns. And uh, one of the security guards apprehended one of the men involved outside. Uh, And one of the witnesses says he had somebody on the ground with with a knee in his back. uh, You know, with his gun, held his gun on him like, don't move. Then an off. Then a, a the police came and shot the security guard, killing him. 
Because they're like, he's got a gun, you know? So the good guy with a gun saved the day and then was killed by police. Now, I haven't heard the NRA say anything about this. Of course they're not going to. They never say anything about this shit. He wasn't killed with a rifle, was he? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Dude, let me me say something. (laughs) This is me going absolutely fucking ham. Okay? Uh For whatever reason, one of the painted enemies of the upstanding American armed citizen, like, there has to be a bad guy, right? They won't directly say who the bad guy is, and Trump is changing the focus right now, but the bad guy is minorities, okay? It's not the white guy, it's um, the other. So the, the, way, the way the concept of the other works, it cannot be someone like you. It's not mm-hmm. a matter of the person is white or whatever. You know, if everyone was black, other would be white people. It just doesn't matter. It has to be other. You know, so America, we love others. Others. Chinese people are others. The Russians are fucking others. We are uh, like black people. They're the other. You know, it's always fear of the other. So you have this cop. He comes in and, of course, he shoots a guy. No, no one's going to say anything. No NRA people going to say anything. Why would they say anything about this? Because that would fuck up the narrative. You can't, you can't make, you have to have an enemy. That's to be a bad guy. That's to be a reason to buy your guns. That's to be a reason to fucking go to class and buy hollow points and you need a suppressor and there has to be a reason for it. You know, fucking Phil is telling me, one of our guys, friends telling me, like, I can't wait to get a suppressor for this. And in my mind, I was like, awesome. But the other part of me was like, why? <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, I think it's cool, but I'm just like, why? Like, what do you need a suppressor for? You know? Yeah, it's dope. It's cool. You know, I guess that's a reason enough, you know, but um, actually there's some other reasons too, but he has, he has other reasons not for doing like weird shit, but anyway, I'm off the topic, but you know, um, yeah, man, I just, this doesn't surprise me. The guy fucking Castillo got shot by the cop. You know, he had, he's, he's an armed citizen, you know, with his gun just mm-hmm. put away in his car and they shot him, you know? He said, I have a gun, and they shot him, you know? Um, and people are like, well, he didn't pull out his card. It's not like he had the gun in his hand. You yeah, know? I'm reading a little bit into the article, and I, I don't see it clearly written whether the police just, like, drove up, one guy hopped out, and, you know, shot, or if there was, like, a conversation, like, stand up, and and the security guard was trying to explain things, and the cop just ignored whatever he was saying. Who I don't know. So there's a lot of things about this that, like, I think would be at odds with a normal situation. So I feel like if you're a cop and you rolled up on this, and you saw a guy with his knee in a person's back, and a gun on him, you would probably think, "Oh, gun." Then you'd think your brain start taking in the rest of the scenario. You'd look, the crowd is all around. Then you'd be like, okay, civilians. Then you'd be like, why is this guy here with a gun pointed at this guy? And I'm here and he's not reacting to me. And that should tell you maybe he's in law enforcement. Maybe he's security, something like that. Like some some clues should click off and say he has not afraid of me and he still has a gun on him. Or maybe the guy isn't here, like I'm saying, police, put your gun down. Which is what the police officers do, right? They don't want strangers with guns around them. 
even if it is a security guard. So I get that, you know. All I can think is this guy is there as security, and just like every other security guard at every other club or bar I've ever seen, he's a massive black guy standing like this, looking fucking huge. He probably weighs 400 plus pounds. No. He's fucking concealed. Well, no, he's probably a huge fucking black guy, though. He's He's got a concealed, his gun's concealed on his person, and he's not wearing a uniform. And so the cop saw this, and I don't know what he thought, but instead of being like, hey, buddy, can we stop for a second? You know? Like, what are you doing? Yeah. But I think, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to speculate, because it's like, it just depends on the person, but. I mean, we've seen so many videos where cops have like done extraordinary things to stop people with guns, and that and then that didn't involve loss of life. For some th- for some reason, this is why people. This is why Black Lives Matter is a thing, not because they black people think their lives are more important than anybody's, but because our lives are important enough for you to just take two seconds and say, "Hey, let's talk about this for a second. What are you doing with the gun?" And just try to listen for understanding, you know. There's so many times, like, I've talked to cops, and they don't listen. They're not listening. They just made an assumption. They're assuming. So all you could do is be like, okay, because you know you're not going to listen to you, so you just stop. You're like, okay, what do you want me to do? You know? So I totally see how this could happen. Mm-hmm. You know? This is what Black Lives Matter is. It's not about, like, our lives. There's some ignorant people out there who are yelling ignorant shit, but the reality is it's it's all about, you know, hey, we please... We're people. We're human beings. Please treat us the same way you treat your brother or your sister. That's all it's about. You know? But when the uniform is on, James, everyone's a criminal. I mean, apparently so. Apparently so. You know, it's just a matter of... I, I, did, a, I did a Facebook video about this. I called it the criminality index. You know? And I said that it's not racism. It's just that police set a criminality index for everybody and a white guy's index could be a 10%, a black guy could be a 20%, a Spanish guy could be a 20%, you know? And then those indexes are added on top of when you add on to like, oh, is he in baggy jeans? Does he look like a gang member? Is there, could, could there be a concealed gun that I don't see that's printing? You know, what kind of cars you driving? Da, 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 da. And like, and they add their life experience onto that criminality index and they spit out some kind of, fucking arbitrary number and they say I need to shoot this guy he's a danger to my life you know or whatever you know and it could be anybody like you said it could be like anybody you're just a criminal and we need to now decide that you are not we need to add the facts to find that you are not but you are fucking guilty right now you know you start guilty and you go backwards anyway okay thanks for this article Michael (laughs) appreciate you pointing out the darkness in the world to me (laughs) Be careful out there, folks. Oh, jeez. Yep. All right. Let's move on to some stranger danger. Mike, I'm guessing this is yours. Yes, sir. So you guys have heard of the uh, public DNSs like Google's 8.8.8.8. Mm-hmm. Sure. And Quad 9s or whatever oh. it's called. Well, see, I don't even know that one. But it's, yeah, whatever. All, it's all nice. Four nines. Oh, okay. So there's that. There's... uh. You know, it's open DNS, mm-hmm. which I, you know, whatever. So this is a new one that's saying like, all right, we're the one, we're, we're focused on privacy and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And this is 1.1.1.1. How much did that cost? <laughs> yeah. How much did that IP fucking cost? 
Good question. It's like they have the whole one subnet. No. <laughs> Class A. No, I don't know. So I just came across this today, actually. So I haven't had a chance to really look into it too much. Although I want to say our friend Dave was telling me about this a while, uh, relatively recently. So, yeah, it looks interesting. They're like, it's built on privacy and it's fast. And, um, you know, we'll never sell, sell your data or use it to target ads and blah, blah, blah. And all this what, stuff. How is it supposed to work? You set your i you set your DNS to use this, and that's it. So it bypasses your ISP's DNS servers. Yeah, I mean, really, I mean, they're showing you here, like, okay, do it on your, like, whatever your platform you you visit. It'll like here it says Windows. This is how you do it. You know, if you go to it on your iPhone, this is how you do it on your iPhone. You know, but you could, yeah, you really you should do it on your router if you can. You know, because your router has i DNS settings in it, so. If you can just set your router to use this, and that way all the computers on your network will use it automatically. So, I don't know how I feel about them using all this like double peace sign as advertising. Like, I get it. Are they are they insinuating that you know the world will be more peaceful by using this DNS because you'll be more? Well, it's a play secretive? on it's a play on on one 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 one. Also, you know. You're, re- you're reading a lot into it, Evan, it's but one, I agree. a one, a one, and a one. You it's, know? Definitely, well, yeah, it's definitely I mean, a peace that's, sign that. thing going on. Yeah. I mean, whoever came up with this, with like their marketing and design team, they did a good job. I just, I don't know if I like it. World peace through more secure browsing, you know? I think most people won't get this. I think most people won't understand why this is important. And I'm like very confused by it. So, so if anyone out there is listening and doesn't understand, that's fine. Just do it. So it says this is run by who? Who's running this? Who's doing this? Right? It's a partnership between Cloudflare and NSA and, and AP <laughs> AP Nick. Okay. AP, AP Nick is the is the uh, Asia Pacific. You know Nick. Which is the network interface card? Yeah, no, it's the uh, you know they manage IP address allocation for mm. like here it's uh, it's not internic, is it still? Or... No idea. I don't think I've ever heard of that. That's uh, I guess it's gone now. Let's see. This is good, I guess. I mean, there's a bunch of public DNSs, um, but you know, the more secure, the better. You could also use a VPN, as I do on certain machines, and that, um, that you, I, I mean, the the VPN provider doesn't keep logs, but it also uses like it, encrypted VPN or uh, DNS. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. Well, thank you for alerting us. Uh, if you use it yourself, please provide any performance uh, metrics in the form of pie charts next week. Right. So, just so you know, Evan, so AP Nick is for Asia, right? Here it's ARIN, A R I N, the American Registry for Internet Numbers. Gotcha. Huh. Um, 
So that's for, you know, United States, Canada, whatever, whatever. You know. So, anywho. All right. So, uh, yeah, I put in here Continuum. I only put it in here. I know we've talked about it before, probably a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed that it's on Netflix, and they have all four seasons of it on Netflix. So Now, were you first alerted to this because of your fondness for Lexa Doig, or however you pronounce her name? That is possible. I don't remember how. Or it just could have been just sci-fi. I mean, yeah, it's a sci-fi show, so that could have been how I knew about it. I don't remember exactly. Um, but yeah, this is a very good show. So imagine time tracks, yes, but modern and ultraviolet. Okay. You you had me at time tracks. <laughs> so basically, uh, uh, these these terrorists get sentenced to death, and right when they're about to be executed, they get transported back. They escape, and they get transported back from 2077 back to 2012. Okay, and, sounds like time tracks. And the and a police officer inadvertently comes with them. And so she's trying to track them down and stop them. And she has brought some of her future tech with her. Really sounds like time tracks. Yeah, it does, actually. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah, kind of. She, she has a crazy gun. She has a crazy suit that she wears. And she has a built-in, I'll say, heads-up display hmm. slash computer. You know, in her vision. So it's a uh, it's a pretty cool show. Has a cigarette smoking man in it. Really? Yeah. He's still alive. Oh yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. My my problem with this show is, it's one of those repetitive shows that could potentially never end. The concept is cool, but it just goes on. It's always the same. I mean, time tracks lasted two seasons. Did it actually end, or just can't? I don't know. <laughs> this show, sure time tracks this show, canceled. actually, they they ended it because they That's knew it was gonna. They weren't getting renewed, so they're like, "All right, let's finish it up." That's good. So they they ended it. So it's it's totally over, and I can binge watch everything. Mm-hmm. That's my kind of show. Oh yeah, no, it's a good one. It's a good one. And yeah, man, this these like terrorists who go back in time. Man, they do not care. They are just murdering people left and right. Of course. He's like, oh, this guy's in my way. Snap his neck. Like, <laughs> like, you know, like they don't care, you know? Human life has zero value. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's it's, it's pretty, like you're like, you're like, Africa. yeah, you're just like, God damn. You know, like these guys are fucking crazy. Now, do you say it? I'm going to, I'm going to present you with a, a moral question here. Do you say it like that because you are you would be afraid of them or you wish you could be that dismissive of human life? And if someone's in your way, you you wish you could just kill them and get them out of Jesus, your way. Evan. His, Evan's wording is like meant to set you up. It's like to catch you in a fucking trap. <laughs> um, I personally... Lean towards the ladder. I mean, I don't really have a need to kill anyone, so 
I mean, all right, say you're stuck in traffic and it's very obvious that one person is to blame for all this. Don't you wish you could just swipe them off the road and clear this whole thing up? Mm. I mean, I do I wish I could remove them from the situation? Yes. Ugh. Do I wish... Do I wish death You've been upon present- them a thousand times? I don't know. <laughs> You've been presented in a 30-second interval with enough evidence that shows you this person is not fit to continue living. <laughs> Get rid of them! So I've seen, I've felt like that before about certain people. I'm driving or like just some instance, I'm like, oh, this person is a bad person. And I'll go so, I mean, I'll be like in the parking lot and someone has parked like this in a fucking, the space is like, they're like back wheels in a space and it just parked shittily. I'm like, they gotta go. You know, yeah. just like I'm like <laughs> only a monster could park like this. Only some inconsiderate sack of shit could park like this. Um, but sadly, people who are just garbage in one way might be really great in another way. So <laughs> I you can't second guess yourself in these situations, yeah. though. I think there's I there's think, over seven billion people on this planet. We can take a few losses. I think a parking situation or a traffic situation is not enough. To say this person, they gotta go. <laughs> Evans all all for the Bill Burr, uh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely me- method of you know. It's a fantastic, <laughs> it's, a fant- <laughs> it's a fantastic way to start things, or well, to finish a lot of people actually. Mm-hmm. Restart society. I was like, hey man, traffic's clearing up. Things are like things are going okay, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude, that's one of the, my favorite bits ever. He's like running for election, or he's like uh, talking to a crowd, and he says something like, "If there's a there's a survey under your chairs, if you didn't bring a number two pencil, you're already out." <laughs> I was I was looking at another one that was like, uh, what did he say? He said like, if he became the dictator, you know, yep, he'd, he'd start sinking cruise ships. <laughs> and he and then he'd build replacements and that's how he would have jobs. Uh-huh. It's <laughs> great. And he, and he's sinking cruise ships because he's like anyone who thinks that's a vacation is a moron. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh, so I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah. That's a great idea. I saw another one of his things he said he's like we need to get the population down to like 30, 40,000 people. Like the world population. Yes. <laughs> that he's like, he's like, imagine he's like Super Bowl. He's like, everyone can go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like chances are very good that you'll be playing. Like, <laughs> uh, I find it hard to argue with his logic. That's true. <laughs> yeah. He's like, he's like, then he's like, he's like popular. He's like, you know, population, food, pollution. He's like, it won't matter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, dump it anywhere. Who gives a shit? <laughs> you know, like, it's, <laughs> it's only when you have too many people, you know? Yeah. It becomes a problem. Yeah. So anyway, Continuum, Netflix, check it out. Um, It's a good one. As I said to Evan, it's very time tracksy. If you guys remember that show from long ago. It is like that, except, you know, modern and way more violent. Like I'm like like watching this, I'm like they put this on TV. Like Jesus, you know, like <laughs> like 
you know, some TV shows, man, they're they're starting to push the boundaries now. So good. Yeah, kids need to grow up. That's right. Sack up, kids. Um. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Thank you for the reminder. Yeah. Uh, we talked a little bit about games earlier in the sort of pre-news sections. Is there anything anyone would like to add? Probably not. Keep your eyes out for some uh, some Steam sales. Mm-hmm. Very likely coming in the near future, next week or two, or the next six weeks. Well, they always have one around uh, Christmas, New Year's time, right? Yep. I don't know. Do they... It, have anything for like Black Friday, Cyber Monday? Probably that might be kind of a short sale. They might just they probably stick will. to Christmas. Who knows? They probably will. But usually, I've found the best deals are Christmas to New Year's. Right. Like Keep I got G- like I got GTA instead of sixty dollars, it was thirty dollars. You know. Like yep. Shit like that. So. Cool. Okay, Mike. All right, so let's, let's first move on to your section here. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So we got the yum update section here. So I actually saw this article just this morning when I was uh, scrolling through some things, and uh, the title is "We're All Guinea Pigs in a Failed Decades-Long Diet Experiment." It says the change in dietary advice to promote low-fat foods is perhaps the biggest mistake in modern medical history. Okay, so in contrast to the articles we talked about last week, or the week before, by the, uh, you know, Vegetable Society of America, or wherever the fuck it was, Uh um, you know, advocating for people who are hooked up to machines. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) So they say right here in the first first thing, let's say you want to lose weight. What should you choose, a skim milk latte or the same drink with whole milk? A low-cal breakfast bar or steak and eggs? And it's like, if you're like most Americans, you probably think you know the answer. But you're wrong. You know, We, the three <laughs> of us, we know the answer. Well, yes, the three of us and probably most of our listeners now yeah. know the answer as well. So this, this article basically just goes on to describe how what we've been talking about now for a while where, you know, carbs are bad. High fat diets are good. Um, it's like, and cholesterol's fine. You know, they say it's benign now. I mean, every single cell in your body, the cell walls, has cholesterol in it. That's mm-hmm. like part of the makeup of what you are. So you need it. Right. <clears throat> um, one person here in this article, he states that. He's like, really, as long as we didn't eat so much of the processed foods and, like, refined carbohydrates, so we'd probably be okay. Yep. But there's just so much of that crap now that people eat. That it's just... You know what I kind of want to do? Mm. Yeah, I think it would be very rude, but maybe some people would find it helpful. I would like to dedicate, <clears throat> like, maybe it might take a couple of weeks uh, maybe a month of time creating a website that has like just a bunch of like FAQs and helpful links and everything, and then making it you know a uh, a short URL or tiny URL or one of those you know 
mm-hmm. Google shorten URLs and having that printed on like a shitload of business cards. And just like, if I see someone who obviously has no idea what they're doing, like in a grocery store, like a super fat family or something, just like give them this business card. It would be That'd super be... awkward, like if a discussion started. Yeah. I'll be like, I, you know, maybe they'll just take it as I'm advertising something. I'll just hand them a card. Be like, I really think this, you know, this could help you out. Maybe they throw it away. Maybe they look at it later. Evan Save, will be the I'm fat, saving the, humanity. The fat Avenger. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I mean that in more ways than one. Yes. <laughs> But really, my my signal would be like a wheeze instead of a <laughs> horn. <laughs> um, there's a couple books here recommended throughout this article that I may have to take a look at. Um, one is The Big Fat Surprise. Mm-hmm. Another one is called, let's see, where is it? Always Hungry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a few more articles down below that they link to that also seem interesting. The story of how fake sugar got approved. Uh, Zero calorie sweeteners are making you fat. The cruel truth about burning fat. And then I like this one, how to tell if your liver is screwed. I'll probably need to read that one. Yep. You should. James. Yeah. Wake up. Like the, the call sign for the fat Avenger be a wheeze. Thirty seconds later, we're... Oh yeah, that's God. the other call sign. <laughs> a, fat, a fat guy asleep, <laughs> just randomly falling asleep. <coughs> oh jeez! Well, but there is a reason for that. Um, apart from you know you being an asshole, uh, <laughs> it's it's you probably aren't sleeping very well. Uh, yeah, I don't sleep very well. Yeah. Sleep is very important. Growth hormone spikes in your sleep for uh, repair. I need some. Uh, a lot of it a lot of it has to do with the largeness, you know, true. the apnea. It's a significant contributing factor. I don't have that problem. How do you know? Uh, I know. I don't I don't make any noises while I sleep like a fucking animal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-huh. Uh, Mike, 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 well, Mike is, uh, does he make noise? Yeah, he does, actually. Mike makes a lot of noise. Yeah. Mike and Dave is the, the beast. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, this sounds like a fucking Wookiee gargling, I don't know, a fucking Ewok. Like, gar- <laughs> like gargling an Ewok. Like, that's how he consumes a, you know, it's horrible. <laughs> what? It's like Evan's dad, like he dies 500 times a night or whatever. Yeah, I mean, I, is, is your dad do that? Uh, not he, so much anymore, but yes. Okay, yeah, it's he bad, tries right? to sleep on his side, which helps things a lot. Does he have the machine? No, I keep telling him. To, I, I, well, I've stopped arguing with him about it, but I've mentioned many times in the past that he should go for a sleep study and get a CPAP machine. Hmm. Hmm. All right. Well, everyone. Uh, I mean. This is, we're just kind of reiterating everything we've talked about before, but here's another very recent article. Well, recent enough article that talks about all this stuff, so check it out. Thank you. Um, next up, all right, so we've been we've been talking about this for probably months now, but it's finally out. The new food survey. Yay! 
So we'll post it on our website. I'll post it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Everyone check it out. It's it's about pizza, but it's also about other things, too. Okay? I tried to sprinkle in a little bit of everything. Um, if you guys have suggestions about what you want us to talk about, please let us know. We're more than happy to do that on the next survey. Um. So yeah, just check it out and uh, let us know what you think. Evan, you want to say anything else about the survey? Um, I think I know I'm going to select other and write in my answer for best pizza place probably because it's a place that is not specifically known for serving pizza really. it's I, I won't say what it is, but I'm happy to see Armand's on the list. I might have to make a stop by Armand's when I'm in town because I don't think there's any around here. Yeah, I, probably and I, not. I miss them. There's uh you're gonna put McDonald's, aren't you? Nope. McDonald's pizza. Taco Bell. Mexican <laughs> pizza. Yep. Well, Taco Bell and KFC and Pizza Hut are all Oh true. Uh oh. <laughs> like how you put one on here that I'm pretty sure only you have eaten at, which is like Pizza Tempo. Oh god. Like a gas station pizza joint. Like okay. Except the only one that I knew of in a gas station is now gone. And the only one I know of now is in Bethesda. Oh, okay. Well, they not up. not at a gas station. Yeah. You need to stick to their market. <laughs> you know, I never actually went there. <laughs> well, you just had it delivered? I had other people go pick up the food for me. It smells like kerosene. Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah I put I put a I was debating whether to put these more local places on the pizza survey cuz I mean I could keep going if I want you know Right I could but you know I was like eh I don't know so So I did put a couple like kind of local places on there Oh you know what I, I am missing one I'm I am missing one I'm going to I'm going to add it right now Okay It's a that one would be a a, a severe oversight Uh Okay. Oops. Pizza movers? Yeah, right. Jesus. <laughs> like their one last final location? Do they have a location? <laughs> uh, they're somewhere. They have a website. They do? Yep. I remember that from when I was like kid. Yeah. Yeah, that was the booger great. fell into the fucking pizza. <laughs> That's all I remember about them. Wow. It was great shitty pizza. Uh-oh. Chuck E. Cheese? Is that on there? Oh, you know, I haven't been there since I was a kid. Might be worth it. I mean, there's some. There's someone has suggested I had my birthday party there. <laughs> yes. And I was Relocate. Like, I was like, that's actually a great idea, except the alcohol. Well, you get that's a pitcher of beer. Uh, yeah, I don't know that I Corp- want a like nineteen dollars or something. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think it would be cost effective. Have either of you guys gone to Dave and Buster's for their special? Their their weekend special. I think it's Saturdays. Maybe it's just like Wednesdays and Thursdays. But uh, twenty dollars, all you can game, all you can eat wings. That's pretty good. Dave and Buster's. Yep. I never heard of that. Yep. It's relatively new. You never heard of Dave and Buster's? No, I never heard of that, <laughs> that special. That offer. <laughs> oh, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, is this the is this the Berenstein Bears all over again? <laughs> yeah. 
Exactly. So that tree was never in front of the house. That is still true. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> like, we've been decorating this tree for years, James. Everyone avoids it. <laughs> no, but I agree. It appeared. Okay. The Silver Spring location is open from 4 p.m. to 12 a.m. on Thanksgiving. Good for them. But the staff loves that. I'm sure they do. Lots of tips. Mm, maybe. Maybe the, they also have some staff that is that had no intention of going to a family event. They're like, yeah, I'll work. Get the get some holiday pay, some extra tip money. Hmm. Maybe. All right. So yeah, everyone take the survey. Let us know what you think. Um, yeah. So next up, the government is trying to take your menthol cigarettes away. Bastards. Totally believe that. Mm-hmm. If you want to breathe in fiberglass, that's your American right. That's right. So just just updated this article was updated three days ago. It says the FDA announced that it will propose a ban on menthol cigarettes. Uh, the, but it says the regulations could take years to go into effect and could be challenged by the cigarette industry. It will be. So they're not going anywhere, really. The headline, menthol cigarettes could be even worse than regular cigarettes. Great. Does anyone not know that? Well, in this article, they they do say that, but they only say that because, not because of fiberglass or whatever. Right. Um, they say because, you know, menthol cools, right, as a cooling, soothing effect. Uh-huh. And so you think, oh, this isn't as bad for me, and you smoke more. Whoever uses that logic definitely deserves to die from lung cancer. That is a, a true of, statement. A lot of people, sadly, probably use that logic. Uh, me, when, I, when I've smoked cigarettes like that, I've been like, oh, there's some kind of chemical in here that's fucking killing me. Yeah, or like they're trying to cover up the harsh taste to get me to smoke more. I realize that's marketing and everything, so I'm just going to be normal. Yeah, I mean, I just think, I'm like, oh, there's something deadly in here. Uh, like, I'm smoking rat poison right now. There's definitely something weird in those Camel Crush. Oh, That's yeah. fucking, that is poison. Yeah, it's good, though. It's good cigarette. <laughs> it's versatile. It's, I love it's a how, very versatile smoke. Delicious. I, lo- <laughs> I love how anything we, we consume, like a bag of chips, eggs, whatever, anything, has nutrition facts on it. Mm-hmm. But cigarettes and alcohol does not. True. Now they're just water. Does it? No. Well, like yeah, bottle, yeah. If you buy a bottle, like bottle of water, yeah, absolutely. It says zero, mm. or whatever on it, and shit. A bottle yeah. of water, yeah, of course. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does anyone think that alcohol and cigarettes are nutritious? It's kept me alive in the great hell for years. Since you, since you just birthed that thought into fucking life, somebody does. <laughs> Somebody's like, "This stuff's good for you." I know it's, it is. It's a a whole. <laughs> I mean, you can't it's get your day point. started without a <clears throat> without a you know a sig and a a sig and a shot of vodka. I mean, come on, dude. Vodka is made from potatoes traditionally, or perhaps rice that's plant based. What's in cigarettes? Tobacco. That's a plant. This is a whole foods, plant-based yep. diet. 
Organic. Vegans, organic. Vegans need to. If vegans are not smoking and drinking, their nutrition is not complete. That's right. That is a true statement based in fact. (laughs) It is. You can't prove otherwise. True. Um, okay. And then last but not least here, PBR is in trouble. No. PBR is in trouble. Beer or PBR is in that thing they do with rendering. Oh, this is the food thing, right? Okay. It's going to be food related. Beer. Beer. Okay. So PBR doesn't actually have their own brewery. They contract with another company to brew the beer. Miller Coors. Uh, is that what it says? Just judging by the headline. Yeah. Or the okay. sub headline. I don't know yeah. what that's called. Unfortunately, my internet's acting weird, so I can't load the ah. page right now. But, um, so yeah. So, and they want to uh, increase the, the company that is, I guess, it's Miller Coors, wants to increase the price once the contract is up in 2020. They want to increase it like three or four times what it is right now. Ugh. And PBR is like, well, that'll like put us out of business because we won't be able to sell our beer at the cheaper price that everyone is used to. And what is... <laughs> they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Cool story, bro. Hopefully they can find another brewery to like back them up. But I don't know how many major brewers there are in the country. So the other major one is Anheuser-Busch. And they don't um, do that. Oh, okay. So Guinness just opened uh, a brewery in Baltimore. I don't know if you knew that. I did not. Yeah, they just, I did not as well. Yeah, I just found out. They just opened a brewery in Baltimore. Um, and I don't know why I thought that was related to the story. It's not. Um, <laughs> but I hope Paps can figure out a way out of this. I'm sure they can. I mean, well, they're, so they're in a lawsuit right now, I guess. Um, it's, it was going to trial the day this article was published. The Paps Brewing Company is taking Miller Coors to court over Miller Coors' attempt to end the partnership. You know, whoever, uh, who knows if that'll actually get upheld. Uh, but the the brand being Paps Brewing Company, is seeking $400 million in damages, I guess. So if they're awarded that, that could be enough to open their own breweries? Hmm. Question mark? Yeah. I don't know if Maybe. Don't know about how breweries work. To say... I have probably had a Paps Blue Ribbon beer... Less than 10 times in my life. Yeah. Same here. I would. I think I'd be more upset if National Bohemian went out of business. I agree. Which I also drink rarely, but I appreciate them because they are local to where I grew up. And where you guys are, pretty much. Uh-huh. And they have a cool guy on the can. They do. One-eyed, one-eyed Jack. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what his name is. If he has a name, but yes, yep. So I don't know, man. Hopefully, it goes well. 
I don't know why they're being so greedy. It's because they can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's no incentive for them to, to not be whores about this. So, now why does Munchie's tab logo look like Netflix? Anyways, that's just an aside. I I can't see it. So, well, my what internet. What the hell's going still, on, man? My internet just disconnected me from you guys and reconnected. I, I, I got reconnected again. So that's twice now. Are you using that garbage one dot one dot one dead one DNS? Yeah, right. The, the the feminist peace signaling <laughs> DNS website? No, I probably need to be. Uh-huh. Instead, I'm using whatever Verizon's garbage is. Ugh, so. Get out of here. Okay. It says my, it says my, get this, if I do an NS lookup, it says my, my DNS server is Fios underscore quantum underscore gateway dot Fios dash router dot home. And the address is one nine two one six eight one dot one. Oh, nice! Yeah. How the nice! IP trickery. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, Mike, moving on to your next section. Yes. Uh, down here in the extras, you got uh, four links here. So, uh, yeah, the first one is a YouTube video. Uh, it's just funny. Uh, you got you were talking about memes earlier and stuff, and so I thought of this one. Where this lady is in like a Judge oh, yeah. Judy style court, <laughs> and she's saying yeah. she's trying to say the word meme, but she's saying Mimi. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and man. I'm just dying laughing because it's like, what the fuck? After she gets out of court, she's definitely gonna want to talk to the manager. Oh well, definitely, yeah. Ridiculous. I did not write this Mimi. I did not distribute this <laughs> Mimi. I don't know, whatever. Like, <laughs> ridiculous. Like they've never heard the fucking word. <laughs> it's like gene, you know, like a like human genome, gene meme, mm-hmm. you know. Um. All right, and then next up, I just have the, some article, a couple articles, and a video about Sister Rosetta Tharp. So she is considered to be the godmother of rock and roll music. Um, and there's a video there from on that's you know hosted on YouTube. One of the articles kind of talks about it, and you're like up there, and she's just like basically just playing rock and roll. I'm like, huh, that's yeah, that's impressive cool. actually. That's pretty cool. Yeah, she was born in 19 like. 13 or 1915 or something. Um, so, yeah, she, like, basically invented, kind of invented the precursor, I'll say, to rock and roll or invented rock and roll in, like, the th- the 30s to 40s, maybe. Rock and did roll she, has this roosting gospel. Did she popularize it? I don't, I, well, I don't know if she popularized it. I don't know. I wouldn't go that far. I kind of, but. you know, I, I just kind of hate, like, the oh, this person's the so and so of rock and roll, you know. I mean, it's literally like just some guy playing a guitar, and then other people trying to sound like that guy or that gal, you know. It's, I mean, if some if some artist came out with a song like this now, you'd be like, "Yo, <laughs> get this fucking guy to the loony bin." That's not even solid music anymore, you know. 
Well, I mean, that's... I'm not knocking it. I'm glad she did it, but I doubt that she popularized it. She just, oh, she just did it a long time ago. And it sounds cool. It does sound cool. It reminds me of stuff from that time period. You know? Mm-hmm. It ain't no twerking Spider-Man, though. Nope. That, it most assuredly, is not James. And I, and I just have to say thank God. It has a pleasing sound. <laughs> it has a pleasing sound. It's melodic. And I do like it. Melodic. It's melodic, folks. You heard it I, here I wish, first? I wish... <laughs> I wish that church music when I grew up in church was like that. It wasn't. You know, it was all pianos and organs and shit. You never, you very rarely, if you think like gospel, you very rarely, unless it's like the high tier, like very well-manufactured stuff, you don't think about guitars. You know what I mean? James, when you went to church, did they have like the the clapping and the... Yeah, of course. All that? Yeah, of course. And hallelujah and all that? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Nice. Yeah. It's, good. it's one thing we're missing at uh, Catholic churches. Catholic people are very chill. Fun? <laughs> yes, fun. Thank you, Evan. That's exactly <laughs> that is exactly the word. <laughs> no, but you guys have all this like pomp and circumstance and ceremony. I think that's exciting. That is, that is true. And shame and degradation. Yes. That yeah. too. Have all of that. I, I saw I saw a thing about Catholic shame. It's like a real thing. <laughs> it's really bad. It's like a, a Vice News or somebody with related to Vice did a, a video, a thing called Vice called Catholic Shame, and it's it's terrifying. It feels really bad for people who are Catholic because they're having a hard time, or they were back in like the eighties and nineties. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's real. That's religion in general, though. Religion in general, organized religion in general, is just horrible. You believe in a deity other than the Spaghetti Lord? <laughs> just get good, scrub. Cthulhu save us. That's right. Evan, you know what's funny about Cthulhu? What? So, the books that James and I read, the ones by Jonathan Mayberry, uh-huh. the last few have very much featured Cthulhu. Yes. Yeah. Dude, the Eldritch Beast is terrifying. The, this is probably the scariest thing that the world has been able to like rummage up for me. And I find the whole concept of it like terrifying. Just the way it's written about it. It's like, ugh. It's too much. Hmm. All right. Well, Mike, thank you for the history lesson. Uh, James, I think you've got just one link down here. Yeah, what do we got? Yeah. This is Michael's favorite show. When I first met Michael, he was telling me about this show, Hamtaro. I think this is, <laughs> Ham- I think this is Hamtaro, right, Michael? Just click on it. I can't. You can't click on it? I believe it is, yes. I cannot. Oh. Well, at some point you should watch this video. It's 48 seconds long. It's so funny. Um, I found it today and I was like, this is the best thing on the internet right now. You know, it's just a, it's a clip from Hamtaro. <laughs> so if it's what I'm thinking of, then it's not what I told you about. Why? Because the thing I told you is Aruchiban Ibichu. Oh, that's what this is, yeah. That's what it is? That's the guy in the, in the, in one, of the one of the commenters says... He says the show's called Aruchiban. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little black and oh, okay. white hamster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. It's great. Yeah. Like a random phone call is like, how much hair do you have? Like, I'm covered with it. Can I help you? And the guy's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, can you say the word like Manko, which is what I called this. Can you yeah. say Manko? Yeah. And she's like, Manko? And he's like, oh. <laughs> 
I guess it means pussy or something. And the phone fucking like cries a tear. I don't know if that's a tear, James. It's a tear. It's a tear. You sure it's a tear? Yeah, I think so. Who knows? They don't ever address it. But this is why people don't get this. This is why Japanese people are like the funniest motherfuckers on the planet. Next to like the Bill Burrs of the world. But like they're the way they structure this shit, timing is like bang, 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 bang. It's so funny. They take the flexibility of the medium of cartoons and then they elevate it to the next level with the comical timing of like a Saturday Night Live. And it's so good. Could this be a certain I don't know bodily fluid other than tears? It could be. As could I be. like to say, coheedum. <laughs> Is that even, is that it's even a thing? A, it's no, a band, Coheed and Macambria. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's not a, it's not a, not, that's not what the word is, but I like that word, Coheedum. <laughs> and the output of coitus. Coheedum. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yeah, man. You guys never heard me say that before? I have. I totally forgot yeah, about it, though. It's a classic. Did you come up with that? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I came up with it because I was like, oh, it must be like. Co- coitus? It must be like, you know, there was some more to it. You know? Coheed him. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I'm sure it's a real thing, and it's this. I'm just abusing that word, but I, I love that word. It's just great. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, uh, I think we have come to a conclusion. Mike has dropped off the video. He's having issues. Still hear him though. Um, anything what, else? What? Yeah. Uh, anything else you guys want to add before we get out of here? Just a food survey, food survey, yes. food survey. Pizza. It's called pizza and whatnot. Whatnot. So uh, yeah, check that out. I'm gonna we'll, need uh, you to capitalize that H, Mike. We'll be okay. You got it. We'll be uh, we'll be putting that out there shortly. Yep. All right. Excellent. Thank you all for joining us once again. It's been a pleasure from all of us. Um, you have given us very much pleasure as well. Mm-hmm. Coheedum. Coheedum. <laughs> Check us out at our website, iopanelpodcast.com. If you'd like to get in touch with us via email, send us an email, feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. It does go to all of us. We do enjoy responding to each and every uh, interaction. On our website, you'll find ways to subscribe to the podcast, RSS feeds, iTunes, Google Play, uh, our Facebook, um, Twitter, and Instagram, I believe. Uh, Ways to support the podcast, there's Amazon Affiliate Link, and there's also Patreon, whichever you can uh, or whichever you're more comfortable using. We appreciate it. For all of us at the IOPanel Podcast, once again, thank you very much and have a great week.
expect 